1159 at Radio Free America. This is Uncle Sam with music and the truth until dawn. Right now, I've got a few words for some of our brothers and sisters in the occupied zone. The chair is against the walls. The chair is against the walls. John has a long mustache. John has a long mustache. It's 12 o'clock, Americans, another day closer to victory. And for all of you out there on or behind the lines, this is your song. <laughs> And welcome, everybody, to our Daily Gun Show. We come to you live every weeknight at midnight Eastern, and we talk about guns for an hour. So I've been kind of recapping things as we get back on track. We're on episode 675, so that worked out pretty well uh, when we started out numbering the shows some Monday long ago. Uh, Friday always ended up on a five or a zero, right? Uh, we missed a bunch of shows on the tour and I've kind of been straightening them up as we pushed them over back to iTunes, and it worked out real well, just uh, coincidentally that the uh, weeks end on a five again. So going forward, we should be good to go with the same old numbering system. So what is that telling us? In about five weeks, we'll hit episode 700? Yeah, so uh, it'll be a little while, but as we count down, uh, I'm going to try to be more... And as we put these things on iTunes more often, I'm going to try to uh, not assume so much. So i um, been touching on why we're doing the show and why we have the segments. Uh, we start each show with that piece from Red Dawn, one of my favorite movies. Really uh, influential movie, I think, for a lot of people. Uh, when it came out, we were still in a different time. It was pre-internet. It was uh, still Cold War and uh, just a real different time. Uh, real threat of nuclear war was still present so uh that excerpt from the movie is a point when the kids who are the resistance uh you know they got pushed into being the resistance and they just did what they needed to do uh there's they were as they were be, they were realizing that and and deciding it's time to act uh one of the things is they got was a radio uh and some more people to take care of and uh to be responsible for so with that radio they were able to find out they were able to get information and then you know of course be able to act on that information and that's what the whole movie's about how they acted and and how effective they were so uh a couple of things that i think relate to this show the show is about getting information out there and the show is about being the resistance about being the uh ever vigilant uh people that are necessary for liberty to keep going and when the internet gives us tools and it gives the adversaries tools, uh, it's our job to learn how to master them. So we put this effort out there uh, with an intent to uh, encourage people to do content and to inform them on how to do their content and to uh, uh, be a place where people can collaborate and uh, work together on content. And uh, that's to that end, we've created Gun Channels, a community over on uh, gunchannels.com. And we're watching the comments over there uh, because one of the other platforms hasn't come along yet and provided us with a live streaming feature to be able to bring people in like we do. Uh, we run this on YouTube and we'll continue to do so up until the day that we can do it somewhere else. And then we'll leave YouTube standing there to die uh, like it's going to do eventually. And uh, but until then, I guess we acknowledge that there are people watching over there and uh, we'll look at their comments every once in a while. But we're watching the comments over on Gun Channels, a community built to foster the people, again, that want to create content, people that enjoy content that's coming from the bottom up. So we definitely want to say thanks to the people that are taking the time 
to go through the extra hurdles and the uh, horrible site design and the, the cruddy interface and the, the archaic uh, coding, which, uh, you know, prevents you from having an enjoyable experience, but you, you crudge through all that anyway, and you manage to somehow have a conversation on the Gun Channel site. We really do appreciate the people that do that. And as soon as I get some envelopes in the mail, I ran out of envelopes, uh, there'll be stuff, there'll be, there'll be thank yous showered upon the people on the Gun Channel site, let's put it that way. All right, so that's a little bit of what the show's all about and uh, what we do. And again, thanks for showing up. And thanks to the people that have joined us tonight. So we've got Dead Horse jumping in from Utah. Thanks for joining. Howdy. Thanks for having me. And Gary jumping in from Kansas. Thanks for jumping in. Thanks for the invite. And we got a uh, dog from Nevada. Rest. Hey, thanks for, thanks for the invite. But I'm down here in Tucson. Uh, one of the things I've been doing since, uh, you know, you want to have good thumbnails or interesting thumbnails for the uh, shows. I guess I could just go to the website for the show, which is dailygunshow.com, and uh, screen share. I guess that would also be helpful and show you what I'm talking about. So uh, try to keep the thumbnails interesting and something that people are uh, going to you know, catch their eye uh, and be useful. So come up with this kind of structure for the last couple of days, weeks, how long it's been. Uh, where I have the show number and then the main topics of the show. But then I've been using a screenshot of who all's in the show uh, to say thanks to you guys who are in there. Of course, it didn't work on this one. Uh, but uh, so to say thanks to you guys that are in there and so people that might be watching, you know, you know, that's a show where Bob was in there or there's a show with Gary, right? There's a show with Snob or whoever. So, um, again, thanks to the people that join in on this uh, sort of panel discussion. Anybody's welcome. Not everybody. Pretty much everybody's welcome. If you're an asshole, you're not welcome. But uh, pretty much anybody's welcome. Just let us know on the Gun Channel side and uh, be part of the conversation. Now, Fridays, we normally talk about the industry, the gun biz, and technology. And I don't really have any topics tonight. So does anybody have any topics? We'll watch the gun. I was listening to what you guys were talking about at Clovis chat. That was interesting stuff about the bullet tech. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, it's pretty cool. I like the idea of compressed copper, but um, uh, and then my experience with it was just compressed copper. So just slugs made out of compressed copper and they were just ball ammo. And the guy that we were working with, I think that was like ICS or I think it was ICS, ICC. I don't know. Some company, international cartridge company, ICC maybe. Um, anyway, they were making, like I say, a, a ball ammo that was compressed copper powder right and uh, the idea there was you could walk right up to a steel target and shoot it and almost doesn't matter how the steel target is angled or attached or what it might be in movement or what and uh so and it was it was more expensive than ball uh just typical plinkin ammo or, or range ammo but it was about comparable to buying hollow point so it wasn't impossible to consider buying it for training and uh, it was offered to people that wanted to train close to steel. And then it was also for ranges uh, that either had to comply with a no lead situation uh, or wanted to do a no lead thing, but save some money. And uh, basically you shoot these, you know, preformed copper slugs that are projectiles at the steel 
uh, and then they turn into powder, uh, you can basically sweep that all up and you can collect, I forget what the number was, like 60 to 80% or something of the copper can all be collected and then it's basically sent back to the place and they just reform it into slugs um, and reload it up. So it's sort of a, a cost thing or a compliance with environmental thing or a safety thing. Uh, the difference with what Clover's guest was, and I forget, was it Affinity? No, it was uh, Allegiance Ammo, right? Pledge Allegiance? Um, yeah. Allegiance Ammo is that they put that copper compressed copper powder slug into a jacket. So now you don't have the issues with the compressed copper slug, which would foul a barrel a lot faster than a copper jacket from what I understand. And potentially you'd have to clean a lot more, a lot differently because you got copper in there. Um, so by putting it in a copper jacket, you get rid of that issue. And I guess it makes it a lot more, or I don't know if it makes it more lethal, but they market it as being effective for hunting. Um, but I don't think it would be the same for walking up to steel because I'd have a copper jacket fragments going off in all directions. But I think you could still collect all that copper and sweep it up and potentially do the compliance and uh, the cost savings. Well, and I really like that concept of being able to get 60% uh, recollection on it. That's pretty cool. I'd have to double check the numbers. If it's like ICC or ICS or ISC is the name of the company that made this frangible ammo that I'm familiar with. And uh, they, I think they made a big thing about it because they were trying to get ranges. A lot of ranges, you know, won't let they make you use their ammo. And I have no idea why that always is. But uh, for whatever reasons, I have seen ranges like that. And that would just be for that kind of range where they said, yeah, you can shoot here, but you got to use our ammo. And it's this ammo, by the way. And then, like I say, it was designed so they would be able to collect it all. There's some indoor ranges who have that policy. Uh, a lot of times they say it's because ammo they're not supposed to fire at an indoor range, so it's just their way of covering themselves. Yeah, I guess I've definitely seen them where they say you can't shoot your own reloads. And I'm guessing that's for that kind of reason. They don't want liability of people doing whatever. All right, well, so anything else about uh, what are those fragmented ammo? Dead horse? You got opinions on it? You don't you know much of an ammo fan? No, I don't have any uh, opinions on fragment, frag uh, ammo that fragments. You never use it? No. Yeah. I'm a copper and lead guy. All right, well, that there. So, what we got next? Um... That was tech, I guess. Anything industry going on? This is like squeezing. Uh, there's not. I don't. I don't know of anything new going on right now. I'm just. Uh, I know I'm trying to get my shot. My shot show stuff together. But right on. You're ready. Aren't you? Uh, I'm not having any issues yet. I'm just waiting for a response. I sent in the last of my paperwork today. Right on. 
Uh, I know you guys are getting ready for uh, Wanamaker, right? Oh, everybody else is. I'm getting ready to not have enough money to go to Wanamaker, but everybody else looks like they're going to Wanamaker. Gary, you going down there? Uh, it looks like I am, yeah. And Cycle Camp and Clover and Ghost and Foose and Snob. Many of those people have links to this chat, actually. Um, Mr. Wright usually goes. P226 not lives like a block away. And Betty with a firearm is one of the original Gun Channel's people. He doesn't hang out on Gun Channel's too often. But uh, he is in Oklahoma City, and I think he's heading over. Um, Etched Ordnance is sort of a, you know ally of Gun Channel's. They've they did our every one of our coins so far. They uh, have really fancy engravers, so they take copper slugs and turn them into coins for us. Uh, they're usually there. Good stuff. Hopefully, the people that go will, uh, you know, get us as, as much information that's out as they can when they're there. All right, well, I'm going to look into my uh, Instagram thing here, and we'll just go backwards for a while. <clears throat> Should we do the whole trip? Let's try to do the whole trip. So get I, I'm seeing dog pictures, so I'm game. Oh, there's all kinds of stuff to talk about. For instance, this stuff. You Do you think uh, Walmart has the same stuff all around the country? Yeah. Nope. No. Nope. Well, you mean like they regionalize certain things, right? There's things that are similar all across the whole country, yes. But then there are things that are definitely not around the whole country. And I didn't, I wouldn't, you know, there's no way to know. I can't even imagine how many items are in a Walmart. But uh, I've noticed a couple where I was like, oh, this is awesome. And that was the last time I've seen it. Uh, so we're going all the way back to the beginning and I, we might have already covered this but you guys are being boring so we're going to go back to the beginning watch slides so people have links out there if they want to jump in we'll just double check over here who all is green i didn't send john a link because i don't know it's too late for him but uh he might want to jump in you can let us know and uh because he's not over here talking anyway Oh, I accidentally clicked on the uh, YouTube site. So now we're going back to here. So I put the multicam in there. I think I've talked about that before. It's dark in there now. Uh, all those patches are good to go. Uh, pretty much the monitor worked great once Dano figured out that my one battery was dying. This is uh, Mello looking at some other dog who looks exactly like her going into some other van. Cue that music that goes dun, dun, dun. That happened. Uh, this is the van at night one day. This is her not giving a shit driving through New Mexico, probably. That looks boring. This is Denver. Oh, so that was probably Colorado. This is Denver. Place looks like a... Not really a fortune cookie. It kind of looks like a bird poop. Broken donut. First time. Collapsed <laughs> cake. She'd never seen grass before. Uh, she looks, well, it looks like she likes it. Oh, yeah. Turns out she really, really likes grass a lot. Uh, Dead Horse has a grass backyard. I think we got video of them running around. Uh, this was some 
sausages in the candy. So we know that meat is candy. Probably is like 60%. Night Rangel crowd. Uh, this is her. Just looking at me, I guess. When we drive it. Under that. Oh, this was uh, while I was driving. It was boring, so I was looking at these machines, and I was just thinking how shitty that would have been. <laughs> You're like that was your last dollar and forty cents for a candy bar, and then you were like, "I'm gonna get this and not fall asleep," and then that happens. And you, it, it, you it, ain't rock. You ain't rock. Stuff like that. Stuff like that is why I'm glad I'm as big as I am. <laughs> oh no, you ain't rocking me. These are big ass machines, and then they're like glued in. Like these are at rest areas on the highway. That's why that candy bar is still sitting there, and that's had to be so frustrating because it's in there by like a corner. So if all you'd have to do is barely rock this machine, and it would pop out. You know what I'm saying? You ain't rocking this machine. Plus, there's a lot of yeah, a lot of those machines are heavy. When those machines, four hundred to six hundred pounds. And that's if you if you can get them up on a dolly. But if they're anchored, well, a lot of times they're just basically all welded together, so they've just added them all together. But anyway, I thought that was hilarious, and that cost a dollar forty, so that's messed up. Yeah, Next can't person anywhere. coming along is going to get two of them. Yeah, I probably should have put a thing in there, but that's still seventy cents for a candy bar. It seems like a lot of money. Like, what was it? Nestle Crunch? That's not even a good candy bar, is it? It's like a plain, that's like getting a Hershey bar with cornflakes in it or uh, Rice Krispies in it. Three hour Rice Krispies. Uh, it's probably stale. That's another reason I didn't bother. There's no way that's a fresh candy bar. Nobody buys candy bars out there. I mean, I do, I have <laughs> met a candy bar instead of drinking a cup of coffee because they, you know, they like the caffeine from the candy bar instead of a cup of coffee. Oh, this light yeah. went off and it went away. I think I just got water in it. Uh, so she lays down like this. <laughs> this is when I had the original collar I stole her with. So you can see how dark it is. Hey, look, there's a business that doesn't want my, that doesn't like business. I don't know what that robot noise is. You got a robot back there telling you what to do? No, I'm grinding the dog's nails. Oh, or I was, I was going to say either that or Charlie Brown's teacher is there yelling at you. So, uh, yeah, it looks like they don't want Great Danes or uh, boxers, I guess. Like, certainly not Scooby-Doo. He's not allowed in there. Uh, this was in Iowa. Gas water tower that lets you drive. Like, I could have knocked down that water tower because I drove right up to the bottom of the water tower. I didn't think that was even legal. Uh, this is my dog looking at a little tiny dog. I think I got a bunch of pictures in here. But up until she met this little dog, <clears throat> my dog would take food from you and then sniff it and then look at it. She would always put it on the ground and then she would look at it and sometimes she'd leave it there. And then when you weren't looking, she would go sniff it and then eat it until she met this dog who eats everything that gets put down. So every time this my dog would put something down, this little dog would eat it, and that cured her from that. Now she just eats food. 
and then they became friends and they love each other this is a super ripoff where the hell was this Nebraska so Nebraska is a ripoff uh, I went to the Hornady factory which was an awesome deal because it was free and then I went over to this place and decided because I was trying not to do chocolate chip cookies on this or chocolate chip uh, pancakes on this trip I figured I'd do onion rings so I went to this place got this onion rings what would you expect to pay for these onion rings uh, a lot less if that's all you got yeah it was like five dollars something so drove me nuts so anyway I decided not to do onion rings this was a bunch of uh, stuff out of what sea rations probably from World War two and uh, at, at Dragon Man's place is this only one picture? I don't know what I was doing. There's uh, some other pictures, I guess I didn't post them, of um, some lucky strikes that are super old and expensive. I forget what he said, like $200, $300 a piece or something like that. Anyway, I just think it's neat. Dragon Man's is awesome, and this is why, you know, seeing stuff like this, perfectly brand new condition stuff from World War II, just sitting there, just super cool. This is just setting out. Like, you could poke one of these with your finger if you wanted yeah, so that Winston's pack looks almost like it was fresh off the line. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This thing looks like it's brand new. It's I don't know what these things even got in them. What, three cigarettes, four cigarettes? Super cool. I can barely remember when I was a little kid, you'd get MR or C rations a lot of times at surplus stores, or I mean at uh, gun shows. I guess it's surplus stores. But they would open them and take the cigarettes out. Mainly because I think they were just smoking them. Plus, they'd get in trouble if they sold them to somebody and the you know, kid got them. So uh, I can remember sea rations, but I don't really remember. I remember seeing the boxes around, people smoking the cigarettes. But uh, never really had sea rations with cigarettes in them. Any of you guys ever got that? Nope. Never had. No, I never found a box that still had uh, the contents. Even when I was a kid, though, we weren't eating sea rations. We were just taking them apart and playing. But we were, we'd play army with them. Like, we'd go out there and rip them apart and look at them and sniff them and, you know, probably feed them to the dog or something. But we weren't anywhere and eating them. They were gross. Uh, I guess this is a video of the dog sitting there. A lot of times like people are like, oh, you're paying that dog to sit in funny positions. Nope, she's just doing it. Here we are parked. Front of this place, and she's doing it again. This is how oh, you she know where this was because she don't need no rules. You don't need nobody telling her how to sit in a chair. That was like right out front of Dano's place. So that was after I left Dano's. I was trying to map where to go next. Uh, this was some place after I left Dano's place. I was just driving down the road, found this place, and this was what they do for their laser etching. So they do laser etching and whatnot, and. They just bought a bunch of these inexpensive knives, do their laser etching, and then do a quick wrap on them. And they hand them out sometimes, and then that's what, when they put stuff out, like a gun show or something, uh, as a sample, they use these knives. I'm like, oh, that's pretty clever. Smart, cost-effective. Yeah, I mean, they were really cheap, and they definitely catch your eye. Oh, it's also uh, uh, their Cerakote colors as well. So they laser them, and then they painted them with their Cerakotes. Uh, this is a 7-Eleven. I was a little kid that I used to buy Slurpees at, so I went in there and bought a Slurpee. I was amazed that they cost like two bucks or something crazy. Uh, this was eating some chocolate chip pancakes with Dano. Oh, but, oh, there's a little piece of bacon. Very inadequate bacon at this place. 
this was some kind of like Swedish pancake place. Pancake distribution, the chip distribution was really good. Chips or the, pan the pan pancakes themselves were probably like pretty damn good too, but the bacon was weak. Really weak. This was at the Gun Rights Policy Conference. Some of the food, show people what they were missing. Big thing of mushrooms there. Three different desserts. I think we'll get more into that in a minute here. Look at all these artichoke hearts and mushrooms and shit. It's enough to give you uh, BBs. Um, three different desserts. So what are you going with? The brownie with the big chunks of chocolate in it, the lemon bar, or the uh, pecan pie type of bar? Dead horse. Oh, Thank pecan you. pie, of course. I think you've already answered this one. Uh, Gary? Uh, I'd probably go with the pecan, too. Interesting. Doug? Uh, I like lemon bars. Lemon bar was pretty damn good. It was super tart, maybe even a little bit too tart, but I don't think that's a bad thing. I'd rather have it too tart than too like sweet, I think. This thing was pretty damn good, but you're all wrong. Chocolate always wins. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's just a gratuitous picture of the dog, you know, for the ladies. This was Smeggy's truck. He's trying to steal my dog. Did a little picture there. I went out to the truck to check on the dog, and I noticed that Smeggy had parked right there. So I put my dog in the back, took that picture, and then that way I knew he was probably going to see it by the time I even got back in there. So just sort of an inside joke using the Instagrams. That was at the Gun Rights Policy Conference. This was the food. This was the food the second day. <clears throat> Cobb salad, no meat, right? But there was like an entire egg right here. So I took this little bag that the bread came in, took this whole giant thing of egg and crammed it into this bag. And then nobody ate these. The Cobb salads with no meats were just sitting there because all the suckers had to go eat the sandwich that made everybody sick. So I grabbed a second one. And I also grabbed the egg and threw it into that bag. So I had two full bags of egg. No, I had one bag of two full eggs ready for the dog or whatever. And I kept most of that food in that thing. So it was easily as full as a regular lunch. Plus, I had extra shit in there. So it was even, it should have weighed more than a regular lunch, right? And I put it underneath my chair and the cleaning lady took it. So the dog never got any. Well, never trust a cleaning lady when there's food out, but they fed you guys pretty good, it looks like. Smoke. I couldn't help it. I was just doing what I was supposed to do. I was put here to do. I went outside to do my smoking, and I come back in. Cleaning lady had taken my second lunch. And this look at how thin the dog is because of it. So is this her playing on the grass at the gun rights policy conference there? See, I don't know what she's trying to do. She, I was trying to... You know, I've only had her for weeks, really, at all. So I'm still trying to figure out how she plays and stuff. She kind of jumps around like that. Then the benchmade seatbelt cutter, a sharpie. So this is a video with the dude who is uh, Doctor Adeen. He is the doctor for the doctor response doctors for responsible gun ownership, DRGO, and uh, that's an organization that when the CDC was out there spending our money to create findings, right, to create findings, like they had an agenda and they did research in order to 
verified their agenda. They created findings with government money to the tune of like what one something million dollars or more, ten million. I forget the number back then. Uh, uh, yeah, bad research propaganda, right? Oh yeah, it was super bad research. It was all like anti-gun, and it was uh, a researcher that figured it out, and then this doctor who was like the main petitioner to get rid of it. He's the guy that founded uh, Doctors for Responsible Gun Ownership, and I forget his name. I'll think of it when I'm not trying to think of it. Uh, Dr. Adino, the guy that's in this video, is the guy that basically runs Do Dr. Go right now. So he's just a cool dude. And he was I was sitting there minding my business, and he comes over and he was fiddling with his, um, basically his support rig here, which is tourniquet, gauze he's got chest seals in there he's a fucking doctor though um bench made seatbelt cutter clothes cutter um sharpie marker and scissors i forget what else so flashlight so uh really cool support rig um and i believe it had some uh what's that sheep's sheep wool or whatever to make it real comfortable and uh he was you know he's a big dude and putting that on and putting his uh, pants down over it just disappears people don't even see it even with all that stuff so again tourniquet uh, gauze and well sharpie marker flashlight i don't know about the sharpie marker i guess that's useful but uh flashlight tourniquet gauze not that difficult to put on a ankle and if you're carrying a ankle rig anyway with gun it gives you some counterbalance but even without the gun uh i'd i'd consider I would put that in your list of considerations to try out because it's a pretty comfortable rig. Anyway, just figured I'd get a good hiccups, get a quick uh, video from the doctor doing that. And he was nice enough to do that. Uh, this is my dinner the second night. <clears throat> I don't know, some kind of soups. I think this night they had a bunch of uh, tiny hot dogs. Nope, this was the night where they had big slabs of meat with potatoes and stuff. And then these little goofy desserts that were goofy. Does that qualify as a dessert? A little square piece of plastic that's like a shot glass with some sort of a foamy shit with uh, blueberry sitting on top. See, that's what happens when you let skinny or tiny people, or worse yet, a skinny, tiny person decide on what dessert should be. Oh, shit. And this is that same shot glass, <clears throat> right? Only half is full. Like, look at these. At least the foamy shit is like most of the shot glass. This is like half the shot glass of yellow snot, a cookie, and then a fucking piece of fruit. They call this dessert. That was one table, and they're all laid out stupidly like this. These are all laid out also stupidly. These didn't taste bad or nothing, but this was like literally two spoons, and then you basically wasted a shit ton of it into the corners. There's no spoon that they're going to give you can get into there. There's no way to lick it out of there. So you're basically just throwing a bunch of this foam away. I thought their dessert choices were were disgusting. And this, you know who did this? USCCA. So thanks a lot, USCCA. This was your desserts. They were shitty. And this was their vegetable table, which is fairly shitty. I ate it, though. <clears throat> and then, I don't know. I think people liked all this stuff. They had to wait in line, though. Uh, this was Charles's uh, radio setup. Kind of behind the scenes, what it looks like at a uh, gun rights policy conference. Clover. 
Clever Tech. He gets paid, or I get paid every time I mention that. Uh, we got free Mountain Dews. So I posted that. Smeggy's a big fan of Mountain Dews. Pink's a big fan of Mountain Dews. Free pizza, also. Street pizza. <laughs> Pretty good deal. A lot of the cheese was missing, but it's still good. Uh, got Smeggy over to have some actual pizza, real pizza. What the hell? I got two pictures in here? Wow, I really went all out with that one. So there you go. <laughs> two pictures of that pizza. Uh, was I getting paid by not having pictures up or something? Uh, this is a donut shop. I don't know. I put that up. I don't think that was a donut shop I went to as a little kid. Um, they got these pumpkin cakes now and sweet potato pies. They don't taste good. I'm glad you, I'm glad you said that because otherwise I felt calories. No, these are not worth getting. They really taste like chemical, so they're not good. And they're like basically a what's that little oven you give little girls? Oh, an easy bake. It's just an easy bake thing. Like seriously, it's exactly oh. what an easy bake. So they're basically like making a bunch of kids sit in front of easy bakes, probably some daycare center somewhere. Like in the back of Walmart's, they have a daycare center, and it's just a bunch of little kids. <laughs> and they can make those little cakes. Uh, so this was our mobile office Monday, I think. Is that wicked mouse I've been using uh, with the throttles and stuff on it? It's pretty neat. Uh, APs in Chicago, they're pretty good. They're kind of sweet. Here's what the dog looks like when I'm working. Just pretty much what she looks like all the time. What I call him, I think your dog learned how to sleep while you work the same place my dog did. Yeah, she really likes the van because basically she's aware of where I'm at all the time. Uh, this is her looking at a goose. I don't think she's ever seen a goose before. Look at how furry she was back then. That's all the fur that came off of her. What does that think? What do you think of it? I think she wanted to eat it. Did she just lick her lips when you said that? <laughs> yeah. She did. I think she wants to. Good dog. She does. Look at this beef bacon. This is how you know you're pathetic when you got to make beef bacon. Sad. Look at the price on that beef bacon. Holy crap! That's more expensive than regular bacon. Yeah, and it's made out of a cow, which there's cows everywhere. Uh, was this probably letting people know about a van chat? I don't know what this one is. Woke up a little early today, made four new videos. Oh, making videos. So I actually, those videos are going up over the next couple of days. This was in, this is in Illinois, right near Dano, actually. This is Van Street. There I am, I'm hanging out on Van Street. Uh, this is one of the videos, making some Indian food on the road. And then there's these eclair pies. That's one of the things that's different with Walmarts. Not everywhere has eclair pies. And I don't know what makes them decide who's going to get an eclair pie and who doesn't. But they're definitely in, like, Wisconsin and Minnesota. And I didn't stop everywhere looking, but they're in Wisconsin and Minnesota. And we ain't got them. So I don't know why they get them and we don't get them. But they got chocolate all over them and they taste like snot in the inside. They're pretty gross. I don't know. It must be if they don't sell, I guess, then they don't make them. Same with blueberries, actually. There's not, like, blueberry pie everywhere, either. I just don't eat blueberry pie. 
Does anybody ever eat one of these things, these eclairs? Not from Walmart, and I'm glad you're telling me they're bad because you're, you're, you're helping me stick to what I got to do. Yeah, they're not good. The stuff in the middle, if it had like half that amount of stuff, like if you're into buying a pie for 50 cents and then opening it up, which most of the time the top of these fall off anyway because they're not connected to the bottom part of the shell good. Um, if you're willing to take like two or three scoops of the stuff out of it with a spoon or something and then eat it, it would probably be good. But the goop to crust ratio is gross on these. It's like eating snot. They're not good. No, see, a, a pie has to have a good crust anyway. If they and got the ratio mess. Yeah, exactly. And it's not good crust either. I mean, these crusts ain't all that great. And they're always frozen. And this stuff does not unfreeze right. So it, it'll it be frozen while all these other pies are kind of like warm. These things will still be ice cold in the center. So it's like you take a bite out of it and it's like regular temperature like room temperature and then the center is a big chunk of ice just you're not expecting it it's gross not a big fan this was a nuclear reactor back here you can barely tell but that's why she's losing all of her hair you can tell better from this because here's the nuclear reactors putting out their nuclear steam this is right by dano also so it explains a lot dano doesn't have much hair this dog doesn't have much hair anymore i let her drink that's out what of happened to me too I let her, oh, see, exactly. And then I let her drink out of this river, which is probably not a good idea. So this little dog is pretty happy. Just spent the last like 45 minutes. This is when it first started falling out. So I should probably see what that date was, September 27. And what is, is it even October 27? Oh yeah, it's just about October 27. It almost takes a month for that stuff to fall out. But this is when I was probably getting, like starting to really come out right after the nuclear place. Um, do you guys ever notice these things when you're peeing? <clears throat> Flying J's, yeah. Every yeah. J I go into. Uh, I was just say truck stops. I was just thinking chicks are suckers because like they're sitting there peeing, nothing. Like we're peeing, we're getting work done. We're shopping. <laughs> well, one time they had a bunch of like bullets and stuff in here, like uh, <clears throat> bullet earphones and bullet USB chargers. I could never find them in the store, though. People must always bought them when they got done peeing. I was going for a children of the corn thing, but I couldn't get a good angle. This was like a seven miles of corn behind her, but she wouldn't stand up high enough for me to get a good angle. This is washing clothes. What the hell is this? Oh, this one I was sick, I guess. What's this? Mrs. Dr. Pepper. Anybody ever seen this before? Nope. No. Yeah, there's something like called Mrs. Dr. Pepper. I drink it. <clears throat> Is it knockoff? No, it's real Dr. Pepper. It's just, I guess, for girls. Like, they're allowed to drink it now. Oh, all right. I guess if you thought, like, oh, it's a doctor, so it must be a dude. Like, nope, could be a girl. Uh, this is when I found out about the robots, the robot beds. They're pretty nice. Highly recommended if you have a Planet Fitness nearby. Ask them if you're like, yeah, I'm not sure if I want a membership or not. Let me try out one of your robot beds. Check it out. It's awesome. Well, this is some gross soup that I made when I was sick. So is that kind of like a massage table sort of deal? Oh, dude. This thing here is a bed that you lay on. I don't know what I did for a video. Okay, it's a bed that you lay on, right? And you see how it's basically a tarp. 
that's like, you know, it's a tarp wrapped around some sort of foam, I guess. You lay on it, and then it's got a robot under here that's going to spray water up at you with like a, like a lawn sprayer. You know, like that thing that you jump in when you're a little kid that like sprays water up like off a piece of metal, like four or five things that come up out of a piece of bar of metal. Um, I think they're just called sprinklers, right? Like a lawn sprinkler. So it's basically oh. a robot with a lawn sprinkler. <clears throat> but if you're not laying on this bed, like it'll push the tarp up to like, you know, foot. Like if you're not laying on the bed, it'll blow water up. I didn't really get a picture of it with the water because it's tough to see. I think I tried to do a video of yeah. it, but the water will like blow up here like a foot. So when you're laying on it, it's imagine like a lawn sprinkler blowing right up at you with like super pressure. And then some of them are broke or some of them are set like to wimpy levels. But I went to a couple of them where they have it really hot. So now it's hot water blowing up at you. And then wherever that control panel was, you're going to tell it like anywhere along here, it'll blow it. So it'll, you tell it your pressure, you tell it your speed, and then it's just going to go back and forth. And I usually go from the bottom of my butt to my head. And then that way it just goes back and forth and back and forth. And it'll run for like 10 or 15 minutes, depending on which Planet Fitness you go to. But yeah, it's awesome. I don't know how much those beds cost, but that would be the kind of shit that rich people would have in their basement or whatever and just run over there and lay on that thing, fall asleep. Pretty cool. And then this one is same thing, except you're sitting in some kind of chair, I guess. I haven't done this one yet. Stuff. I mean, this, you pretty much fall asleep. This, I can't imagine sitting in that and not falling asleep. Just fall asleep, I think. But uh, anyway, yeah. So if you go to a Planet Fitness, it's something where if you're $10 a month, you don't have, you, you shouldn't even ask. But if you're $20 a month, you have access to it. So if you went in there and said, hey, I'm thinking about getting a membership. Let me try out that robot bed. They'd probably let you. Unless it was like the middle of the day and they had a bunch of people in line. Uh, some shitty soup, some weird potato chips. Doesn't this look scary? Like, that looks weird to me. Looks like one of those creepy cartoons from a 1940s newspaper. Yeah, like that potato guy is really looking like he's going to eat that little girl. And this guy doesn't look like he's doing anything about it. So I think that's a creepy looking potato chip bag. And I've never heard of that brand before. Uh, this is an Indian statue that's really big. Made out of concrete. I had no idea what this was, so I posted a picture so Instagram could tell me what it was. I guess uh, it's the lowest legal price that they can sell it for is what it meant. I thought it meant like some sort of alcohol. And I'm like, why would they be bragging that they got the weakest alcohol? <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> but it's the lowest price, I guess. I didn't realize, I, I never thought that there would be price fixing on beer. Okay. That's in Wisconsin, so I don't know what goes on there. Um, this is when I go to uh, like a place and look, I looked at a, um, I think it's called Airborne, like some kind of a medicine that's sold to like prevent you from getting sick. Um, I went before Shacha one year and figured out that there was like three or four brands of that stuff and they all used these ingredients. So I just bought the bottles of those ingredients. But it didn't work because I still had sick. Uh, this is Midnight Range. Open face hot dog. He also thinks calzones are good. So there's nothing you can do. 
<laughs> he lives really close to New York, so you know it's got to affect him. Has anybody ever ate these before? Do they sell them by these giant bags or by the small bags? Well, I what are we looking at? That is a cheese curd. So I kept seeing them everywhere, and I was getting out of Wisconsin, heading into Minnesota, and I wasn't sure if they were going to be in Minnesota still. So I'm like, I'm going to try one of these bags of cheese curds. Because this is, you know what this is? Do you think I'm in, like, some fancy deli? Like, oh, you probably stopped somewhere and looked at a local cheese factory or something. This is a gas station. This is just everywhere you go in Wisconsin. This is what gas stations look like. There's giant bags of sausages everywhere, and then there's these giant bags of cheese curds. And then there's bags of sausages and cheese curds mixed together. So, like, oh, I can't decide if I want to eat sausages or if I want to eat just a bag of cheese. Oh, All right. myself a bag of both sausage and cheese. I got to talk to the Nevada Tourism Board because that means my gas stations need to step in. You have terribles, hearsts, or whatever it's called. Ter terribles. Yeah, Terrell owns most of our stuff. That guy, those are awesome gas stations. But yeah, they don't have giant things of cheese like this. So <clears throat> these little things of cheese up here are crazy. Like these little cubes here, if I remember right, were like 10, 15, and 25-year age cheese. So I was like, oh, I'm getting some 25-year age cheese or whatever this old stuff was. And it was like $15 for this little chunk of cheese. And I knew I was just going to eat the whole chunk of cheese, and it's probably going to kill me if it was like 25 year age or something. So I didn't have the money. I didn't do that. These things were like eight bucks a slice. And there's no way I'm paying that. These things were pretty expensive, so I ended up getting one. Um, uh, so would you think that the orange cheese or the white cheese is going to be like more flavorful? I figured the white cheese would taste like mozzarella cheese, right? No, it was probably what, like a sharper cheddar? I don't know. I figured the white cheese would taste like mozzarella and the orange cheese would taste like cheddar, but the orange cheese tastes like nothing. Like it just tasted like eating butter or something. So this was a total disappointment the dog ate most of it. It's four bucks. So I was super disappointed. And it was just as if someone took a thing of gross cheese, like, well, not even because it's not even salty, like uh, processed cheese. But it was just like somebody took cheese and like squirted it out of a toothpaste tube or something. It wasn't, I don't know. I don't know what I expected it to be, but it wasn't all that interesting. So I was disappointed with the cheese. We had these. I didn't get them because I'm not going to pay $1.59 for some green beans. But I guess that's an option if you're feeding a little kid or something, right? Better than all that processed crap. Yeah. Uh, this was the day I woke up, and it was, what was this, 40, 60, 80, so 52 degrees maybe. And then I put the heater on, and it went up to 80-something, so I lived. Uh, this was some butter I had, and I fed it to that dog there. Okay, so this is for dog body. Oh, this I was this video I put up for you. When I buy stuff that comes with butter. But they have you were putting up a bunch of stuff about your carnivore diet at the time. You were yeah. like eggs with butter on them and shit. So I figured you'd dig giving her a bunch of butter. See, oh, dogs the, love butter. <laughs> yeah, she actually liked the butter. Spoiler. So here we are again, working in the thing. 
and she was all happy that I gave her butter. So she basically slept over here. Notice how normally she sleeps, she sleeps way over there somewhere, you know, kind of barely aware that I'm there. As soon as I gave her the butter, she's all like, oh, can I sleep like right here? There's more butter. I'm right here. Uh, got all these for like two bucks. It's crazy. These were all in a quarter thing. 25 cents, everything in this box. So you kidding me? These say these there's nothing wrong with these. These say airborne range or airborne. Uh mess with the rest. I like the rest. You kidding me? Got four of those things. That was one dollar. Uh got this brand new Illinois thing. Got this thing that says Habib. Uh flat earth patches. I forgot to give you one of these things, dude. When I was at your place, I was we're gonna leave you one of these. Uh got this Marines thing that's kind of goofy. Got these smiley faces. None of these are broke or weird or nothing. So I took advantage of them. They put them up there for a quarter. I grabbed them all. Are those uh, stitched or vinyl? These are all just regular patches, like embroidered. Um, okay. I don't know. The place must have just got sick of having them around. It was kind of cool, actually. I don't know if I got vid I don't think I posted anywhere, but the it was all in like a, not really a footlocker, but something like a missile container that was, you know, something like the size of a footlocker, a long rectangular thing. And it was like maybe a foot deep, just full of these patches and I'm digging through them because look there's gold in there there's all kinds of cool ones in there so uh I'm digging through there and uh their cat they had like three cats running around this place like the one cat came in and just dived in and was like assumed that I was digging through those patches to like give it a ball pit so uh <laughs> I think I tried to get some video but as soon as I brought the camera out the cat's like oh I'm out of here so this is the first of the many dog hairs that somehow got on a fucking roof. So dog hair up on the damn roof. Okay, so anybody ever eat this kind of stuff? Oh, no. There's no way. <laughs> really? No. Yeah, that stuff would, probably, uh, that stuff would probably kill me. I got a mild one here. So there's like... um pimento or what a red pepper or something there's like green pepper there's onion and then there's jalapenos but it's like pickles right so it's it's like a relish basically except that there's some heat to it so there's mild and then there's hot and then this one says hot some other kind of relish so this one must have more pickle in it and you can see it's like chopped a little bit finer so this was at a uh, walmart in like wisconsin where they eat a lot of sausages and cheese obviously and uh, this stuff is awesome with cheese and, uh, I imagine, with salamis and shit. I guess that'd be another picture. <clears throat> anyway, um, I put a couple of them up there trying to get some people to do some feedback. Nobody did, but little did I know, that's like the last time I was going to see those things. Um, oh, Midnight was getting all mad because people weren't tipping, I think. I uh, went to the Line and Kugel's place. It was all right. I don't drink beer, so. And look at their patch there. I took a picture of that patch. Like, it's all goofy. It was more obvious in real life, but, you know, you can see this circle of the design or whatever, and then the border. Like, it's all really close here. It gets really big there. And... I feel for him. Huh? breaking up or am i breaking up a dog body is breaking up 
Um, let's see. So during Prohibition, they had all these uh, different things. Chocolate soda, Mountain Brew. So Melania Kugels made Mountain Brew in the 1920s. Is it a G-screen freeze for anybody else? No, you're breaking up, so I'm wondering if your connection is just shitty. This is so embarrassing. So this is when it was just really starting to come off. You can see how fuzzy she still is. Not fuzzy like that anymore. So this is on speed four. That's like, like really hauling ass back and forth. And I always run it at the highest uh, pressure because I'm not, I don't know why you put it on lower pressure. But sometimes it's nice to have it on slow speed, and then sometimes it's nice to have it on fast speed. But yeah, that thing's super nice. Uh, they have little tiny pies. These things cost like four, three bucks. So, never ate one. Uh, it's just some church. Some railroad cars to race with. Not very often you could sit right next to an engine like that. I uh, went to this horrible place and ate this gross food. So I was looking around, and this donut place was there. So I went over and wanted to get some donuts just to get that horrible taste out of my mouth. And these weren't that good at donuts. And then we got into the snow and the slush. You can see by this picture how deep the ruts were. It's horrible for me. Mainly didn't know when it was going to ice up, so it was pretty shitty. Booked through North Dakota pretty fast. Uh, I saw this bacon dispenser, and there's some debate on whether or not it turns into a baking drinking fountain or if it's just to, like, spray bacon at you. Either way, I probably men's <laughs> bacon. Uh, this is after we blew through North Dakota, and I'm in, Wyoming, in uh, Montana, and she found a bunch of mushrooms. She just figured out there's this mushroom right here. She found these little puffballs and some kind of gross, like, slime mushroom growing on a piece of wood stump. This was in just south of Billings. I uh, found a Walmart, and I don't know, you can almost tell all the little white fluffs. So I brushed her for a while and put a bunch of white fluff everywhere and then got some work done. This is what it looks like with the hard hat and the fire extinguisher and the cooler there. I'm hoping that people just think it's like a work cruise truck or whatever. I'm in there. I can be in there working and stuff, leaving that door open to get air or whatever. And hopefully people just see that and think, oh, okay, just some guy working on an irrigation somewhere, or maybe an air conditioner or something. You ever seen these? No, but I bet those are good. You bet they're good or you had them and they're good? No, I've never had them, but I, they look good to me. I, I think that would probably taste pretty good. Dr. Pepper baked beans, right? Yeah. Is that a thing? It is a thing. 
Well, obviously, let me come into these cans. But uh, I, I, I had those actually when I was in Boston. It wasn't that brand, but it was the same thing. Well, this looks like it's Dr. Pepper brand. Yeah. We do a big baked bean thing, and they do baked beans all over the, of all the different types. I've had Dr. Pepper baked. I like them. Sweet and sassy is. We're breaking up again. But yeah, I, I didn't try them. They're a buck 19 or something. I'm not paying a buck 19 for a can of beans. Uh, this was a lemon cake versus lemon pie. And lemon pie is probably better. Not that good, though. Neither one of them is very good. <clears throat> so this was uh, just on the side of the road. I thought it looked cool or whatever. And, you know, good Instagram post or what. So I posted it. You guys know the Adventure Cowboy? By any chance? Clayton? So he met up uh, with the guys at uh, SHOT Show one year. Uh, when he was first kicking maybe three years ago or something, when he first started doing stuff. But he's been on a couple of TV shows. He's up in Montana, I think. And, uh, um, or maybe it's Montana. It's either Montana or Wyoming. But anyway, he um, he's up there doing cowboy stuff. And I think he works with Henry. So he's got a couple of Henry rifles that he does, like, you know, content for, makes videos and stuff, and does some pretty neat stuff. And then, like say, he's been like extras in some westerns and some TV shows. So uh, just a cool dude. Yeah, he does a lot of Instagram stuff. He probably does some YouTube once in a while. Uh, but he's a, you know just cowboy dude doing cowboy stuff. And uh, anyway, he put it on here that that Square and Compass brand in the top right corner. He says this one here is the uh, first registered brand in the state of Montana, and that today is the Matador Cattle Company, and it's three hundred and fifty thousand acres with 7,500 head of mother cows. And he said he spent a majority of his life on that ranch and have ridden horseback across every bit of it. I thought that was kind of cool. I had no idea. And, you know, I'm just taking a picture because it looked kind of cool. But that's what Montana has for their uh, rest areas. That's the kind of signage they'd have up. A lot of rattlesnake signs, too. Just watch out for rattlesnakes. So this is blowing through Billings, and now we're in Wyoming. And there was a ton of critters in Wyoming. So I stopped to see some antelopes, and there was these deers there also. But look at the racks on them. This one's goofy, I think, but these two have pretty nice racks. And this is just, I just parked on the side of the road. Like, I'm driving at 65 miles an hour. You can see the road, just big straight road. It just slowed down. And they didn't even care. Now she's looking at them. So yeah, this one got a broke antler. Anyway, these look pretty good. So that's her. She wasn't real happy. I think she wanted to go play. So this is like another mile. Shit. This is like a mile down the road. Big ass pronghorns. They call them race goats. Has anybody ever heard of that? Speed goats or something like that? Nope. So. You're like, oh, wow, there's two or three or four, right? Like, oh, there's two or three or four. Nope, this is just the guy that was hanging out closest to the road. There's like a flock of them, there's like a shit ton of them. And this is this is all antelopes. And this is just looking out the right-hand side. If you look out the left-hand side, it's like these fields of hay or whatever they are. 
and there's just tons. There's just so many antelopes. It was crazy. Makes me want to go shoot an antelope in Wyoming. <laughs> So this is going through um, three tunnels on the Wind River Indian Reservation, and there's a tunnel on that side with the railroad track. I thought that was kind of cool. So I have the video camera going. In fact, I am. I just did a video for this. They're driving through Wyoming, uh, where it whips through here, but at uh, 5,400 times speed, it whips through those three tunnels really fast. Oops, hit the wrong button. We are way up here, though. We're getting pretty close to being done. So next up was this uh, pit stop I went to, place to get the oil done. Asked a local, found out where to get my oil, oil changed. Boom, took less time to talk about it than it took to get the oil changed. Or it took more time to talk about it than it did to get the oil changed. Uh, this is again what she looked like most of the time. You can see how thin she's getting after so much shedding. Well, this isn't too much shedding. It's only October. A uh, bunch of wolf pics. I don't think she looks like a wolf. Mural. Another mural. Little tiny van truck. I've never seen these before, but it's pretty small. Look like something you'd see on an airport or something, like these little ATV wheels on it. I would love to have that truck. I, I think that, that is that a river that I went through the truck. tunnels on, where I did my uh, Patriots uh, video, um, blind challenge. This is just a bunch of license plates at uh, one of the gun shops. That was pretty cool. Wyoming does uh, their county on the left. So that number on the left is the county, and then the little cowboy guy, and then it's your license plate number. So when you look at somebody's license plate, you know what county they're from. This is a bunch of the gun shops that we visited. And this is when I was in Salt Lake City, and it was getting pretty cold. This is Dead Horse's little puppy dog. Some more running around the grass. Oh, I have the video turned on. I don't know if you guys have been saying anything. I had the mute on. Oh, yeah, I was saying that uh, truck you passed a while back was, I, I want that little truck. I think that is such a neat thing. That little tiny van? Yeah, like that, right? Yeah, I think that is so cool. Like, oh, I would love to have that. And it looks rugged, so it doesn't look just like a little golf cart. It looks like it's actually useful. And there's your little puppy. Which your dog became pretty protective over pretty quick. <laughs> your dog definitely has that protective gene in it. I think she likes little puppies. So this is where we went to eat vegan food. Some kind of sandwich I got made out of jackfruit. That's dead horse's sandwich. There's some kind of cookie made out of zucchini. That was the first time I've ever had vegan food. It was actually really good. 
Was it the first time you ever ordered out of a place that was so hip and trendy? Most definitely <laughs> that too. <laughs> You like order out of this one hole and then you pick up out of this other hole and you never really touch anybody. But a cool little place. So that was cool. Uh, let's see. Then we went to that place where you smash pennies. Learned a little trick. So uh, <clears throat> we're not going to tell people the trick, but if you want to know the trick to the penny pincher machines, um, I don't know, join over on gun channels and ask and we'll tell you on gun channels. Uh, so some murals of the um, behind Gouts, Gout, Gout, Gallisons, Gallon. Yeah, man, I can't think of how you say it. Gallisons. Anyway, uh, I was having some issues, and I just used this picture to post. That's when I was having some trick. I thought I was having some trouble with the uh, steering. This is uh, a bunch of the orange hunting stuff at the uh, gun shop in Beaver, Utah. Have you ever been to this place? I don't know if I've asked you. Down in Beaver? Beaver Sport and Pond? Yeah. You have been there? Yep. Right on. Yeah, that place is awesome. So somehow these things came loose. So I went over to like push on the ta counter or table, whatever you call this, and it gave loose. So I was like, what the hell? Somehow like the nuts had rattled loose. So luckily I carry a bunch of other crap. So uh, I had enough bolts and nuts to, you know, set it back together. And uh, kind of the benefits and disadvantages, both sides of having something that's basically like having a bigger rector set. So uh, anyway, I took a picture of that. This was one of the sweet potato pies for robots. That's not an empty tin. That's like the pie went in there upside down, and it got through all their QA, <laughs> like all their quality. <laughs> Whatever kind that's of what, eyes. Well, that's what happens when they have the children don't miss their nap time. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. Like it's an upside down pie over there, and it was just sitting there by itself. So, yeah, that was that's kind of odd. That doesn't give you confidence in the robot. In the tiny pies. So I just barely gave her one of these today. I went to this place, uh, dollar store. I don't remember if it was Dollar General or Family Dollar or. What's the other one? Another one. Um, but one of them, I was, I've been looking for those cinnamon buns with chocolate on them, or with eclair. They're cinnamon buns with chocolate and eclair stuff. I don't know. But anyway, I've been looking for those snack cakes, looking around, and I found uh, to the right of these is the chickens, and then I found these buffalo lungs. And then there's also duck. And uh, I just barely gave her one of these today. So I bought these on October 11th, and I barely gave her one on October 25th. But uh, they're about the size of, like, a brownie in there. So they're, there's probably, like, five of them in there, six of them maybe. And uh, so it's like a chunk of lung, and it's like... I don't know, loofah sponge, maybe? It's like just a chunk of loofah. And you, it says on the back, give them like one piece per 15 pounds or 25 pounds or something. And if they're smaller than 15 pounds, you just want to give them like a half of one. So uh, she seemed to eat it. She liked it. It was, uh, um, how do you explain it? It's like eating like uh, 
piece of just I don't know, like a hush puppy or something. There was like nothing to it. It was like eating air. It was all crunchy. Yeah. She liked it. Like, you guys ever feed it? It's a mixed styrofoam. Yeah, it's like eating styrofoam. That'd be the way you say it. You ever given your dog these things? I haven't. I, I buy I buy the the dehydrated liver for uh, training treats. Yeah, I do a uh, pig ears and uh, chicken chips, which is made out of like I guess chicken skin. Oh, we were talking about terribles. So this is what it was like before. All right. So here's what it looks like before. Lots of dog hair everywhere. Her pad is pretty bad. And it's just getting every place. So terrible this has these gas giant uh, vacuums. And I'm familiar with these guys as being a casino. Back in the day when we would go to SHOT Show, I think we actually stayed at this casino once. So I'm at this gas station in Utah, though. And uh, got gas here. Nice gas station. While you're getting gas, they give you a free cup of coffee. That's always awesome. And then I saw these, and I figured, is this vacuums? Need to back out the van vacuum out the van from all the dog here and I've been planning on stopping at a car wash and yeah that's this gas station called so these are free you can just use them so that's an awesome gas station that would cost me like I don't know three dollars and quarters at a gas station or I mean at a car wash and then you can just pull in here there's a whole bunch easily and I went in there forever. And then, so I did the whole back of the van. I don't really, I didn't really do an after, did I? Or maybe at the right, end so of this video. Here's what it looks like before. Lots of dog here. But it really looks good after. And then They're I spent everywhere. time her, her. turning her bed back to brown. Like, I just spent forever. Because I'm like, shit, I needed a break from driving anyway. And she didn't care. She was just sitting there. So uh, I just vacuumed her whole freaking bed. Nobody even pulled up into those vacuums. It's not like, you know, I was hogging them or anything. And yeah, they were just running 100, you know, 24 hours a day, just vacuums running. I was thinking, though, it might be like when you back into a parking space, it turns on. Because there's no way they're just going to leave that thing running 24-7 when there's nobody even parked over there. Because I don't, you know, I wasn't listening for the machines if they were on when I was getting gas. Anyway, I thought that was cool. And like I say, while I was getting gas... Little thing came up on the screen, you know, they yell at you and try to sell you stuff on the screens and uh, said something like, Push this button and you get a free cup of coffee or a free soda. And uh, didn't even click nothing. I just walked in there later and said, Hey, can I get a, a refill? And then uh, said, Hey, I saw the coupon or whatever. I didn't push the button. She's like, Oh, then that's free. So didn't have to even do anything. I just got a free cup of coffee. So I'm sold. I like them. <clears throat> yeah, friend. A name like Terribles, right? Like you, you might not think that. Oh, like this is going to be a super cool place. But it's kind of ironic, right? That it's called Terribles, and it's a really good place. Yeah, certainly. <laughs> you know, in Vegas, like we did a good Terribles one time. Yeah, a couple of years ago, uh, Terribles started selling all these to Golden Gaming, and they've really been investing in their truck stops and gas stations. This was their like wallpaper. These are like really big. I didn't, this isn't a great picture, but these are like, you know, like a foot by two foot. They're really big. So it's just really impressive to see a big hallway decked out in these giant license plates. Anyway, cool. Oh, oh shit, what did I do? Um, 
So this is funny because I stop someplace and then it's like, oh, you can go here and then here, or you can just take this other route, which is 16 minutes faster. Like, what the fuck, Google? Asshole. So, I don't know. That's the kind of shit that will happen when you're not paying attention. If you just listen to the robot, he took me, it was going to take me 16 miles down stupid roads for no reason because I was literally just off the highway. I might have been at that gas station still. So I took a screenshot to prove how stupid Google is. Uh, since we're talking about Google, though, uh, do you know that you can go in there and give it a different accent? Oh, really? I had a TomTom -tom that did that back in the day, but I didn't know Google could. Yeah, Google, if you start clicking on the little gears and the, the settings, I found a where, and now it has a British accent when she talks to me. So now she gives me a little more respect. I feel more, she's, I feel like she's more like my servant. <laughs> she'll be like, and then she'll say things like, <clears throat> when you're, let's see, it'll, it, it's like, uh, what the hell is their word for it? It, like our our the American GPS will say, use the on ramp, and then like the English one. I think I have it set to Australian one. She'll say, it's like some other word for ramp, like use the the duct, like what? And then I started figuring out, oh, she not only has that accent, but she's using their words for stuff. So uh, so it's a little different having a, I think it's an Australian robot. Uh, somewhere like on what October twelfth, so like at the very end of the trip, I figured out that Walmart discounts all their fruit and stuff, which is pretty neat because uh, some of these things are pretty cool, like alternatives to them bullshit, uh, nitrate and processed cheese and uh, you know gluten cracker things that people give their kids. This is like mm -hmm. you know chunks of apples where maybe they spray lemon juice on them, and then like pretzels. Or these have cheese in them. These are like carrots and broccoli and tomatoes, and probably some kind of ranch dressing. And these are just chunks of apples and stuff. <clears throat> so, yeah, I didn't realize that they just at night, they'll just knock everything down. It's about to get a little bit brown or what. And I think it was P226Nuts' mom said uh, that she always buys it like this because then, you know, like a piece of melon or something, when they mark it down because it's getting old, it's just getting ripe. You know, a lot of this stuff is set up to not get ripe until you bring it home anyway. Yeah. They, uh, most of the Walmarts that I hit up do their markdowns on their produce and meat sections between 9 and 10 o'clock. That's what I was thinking is I don't, I didn't pay enough attention to know when it is, but I noticed like bread sometimes. I, I like buying that flatbread, naan, and they'll have naan at, at uh, Walmarts usually. And, uh, Oh, I don't know. Whenever I actually go there to buy that stuff, I would say a good 70% of the time it's marked down. Like nobody bought some and they got the old stuff marked down. And it's not old. It's just getting old. You know, it's getting to the expiration date. It's like almost at the expiration date. But, I, but it's not like the middle of the night. So that's you're saying it's like 9 or 10? Uh, so, yeah, about 9 or 10 o'clock because that's usually when I try to go and hit up the Walmart to buy meat and stuff for the dog. So that makes sense because when I go in in the middle of the night, it's always marked down, but they're not there marking it down. So, and then the other thing is you don't always see it. So I figure there must be people that know. And I've seen a cut like in Vegas, you, you, you wouldn't see this in Vegas because uh, 
there's so many like homeless or whatever, like they come in and they were just great. Cause once I knew to look for this, I would look for that section and it was like just gone. Like they came in and bought all the cheap stuff. Even, even the Walmart I have out here outside of Vegas, it's the same thing. You have to get there while they're marking it down or you're not going to get it. Okay. Well, what I thought was cool is I was trying to make like a sandwich or something. And I thought, oh, this would be great because it's like some of these are like, you know, this kind of stuff you put into a sandwich and some pieces of cheese anyway, and, you know, for a buck 92 instead of like 266. You know, that's a pretty good deal, I guess. Almost 75 cents off and it's still decent. And, uh, you know, you throw all that stuff into a piece of bread and that's a sandwich or whatever. Anyway, so uh, thing I didn't know about Walmart. Uh, then I got back to Vegas, uh, to Vegas in 99 cent stores, which are awesome. Do you have one out there by you? No, where I'm at, uh, we we have a Dollar Tree, and then it's uh, the Family Dollar. Okay, both of those suck. 99 cents only are a whole other level. So you've been to one before? Yeah, well, when I lived in California, we had them all over the place. Okay. So, yeah, those things are freaking awesome. I uh, found this cheat sheet that somebody left out so that everybody knows the secrets to the pie area now i shared that with the world but they have like a tiny pie strategy oh uh, let's see i was uh posting a thing about going live and just showing off some of the stuff i do with my patch panel i stick a rubber band and stick a patch kind of through the rubber band and then or the rubber band through around the patch and that way i can keep my like a little notepad up there easily. And then this other one, I just like jam a pen in there enough times that it makes like a little pen holder. So my patch panel is useful. And is that backing that you have there? Is that just like regular carpet or is that made for like Velcro patches? Like, Oh, hell no. This is from uh, Walmart or I mean uh, Home Depot or something. And it's uh, they, I would call it like speaker cabinet carpet. <clears throat> it's like really, really thin, really bendable. So if you are wrapping like a piece of furniture or like a cat thing, scratching post or like a speaker cabinet, it's really junky carpet for that. And it works perfect for what I'm using it for. It's okay. actually too sticky. Like it's so sticky that like if I was going to peel Angelina's patch off right there, I'd have to hold the stuff because it would also rip it off from the wall. Like it would, it would want to stick to the patch so much they would rather rip the adhesive that's holding it to the wall. And, oh, that's awesome. I, I need to give me some of that. I'm going to have to yeah. look for it. And then if you're putting it into wood or something, what I'd recommend is some staples. In addition to gluing it down, some staples to give it some physical hold when you're pulling patches off. Because like I say, you it does, it holds patches well. Definitely good in the vehicle. Like none of these patches are ever going to – it's not possible for these patches to fall off of this. It's way better than hook Velcro. As far as like stickiness or whatever. Well, I was coming out of the gym one morning. That's what it looked like. Every once in a while it's neat to be in a city. Especially when you're living in a van. Because you're like, boom, right there. If you want to be, you're right in the middle of the city. It's kind of neat. I've been in places in like Los Angeles and like this in Vegas. Where, you know, it, there's like that hours between like, you know, everybody goes home at like, like two, usually three at the latest. So you got like four, five, six maybe even seven, depending on when the city wakes up, where it's just dead. And you've got the whole city, and it's, you know, sunrise, depending on when the sunrise is coming up, it's kind of light out, and uh, really neat. 
right, new day starting and all that. So anyway, took a picture. <clears throat> See, trying can't find those damn pies. It's basically these things with a chocolate on top and eclair stuff in them. And it sounds disgusting, so I kind of want to try one. But I'm not a big fan of these other versions of Little Debbie's. This is me eating at a vegan place, and she can't eat none of this stuff because it's all chocolate. She wasn't real happy. There's some picture in Utah. You know where this is? I sure do. Yep, I know exactly where that's at. So that's that road that I drove down is where Nothing Fancy does his shooting, huh? Yep. Yep, I thought so. So I drove right past where Nothing Fancy does his shit. And then this was out there, and I needed a break. The stupid thing, there was like I was driving south out of Salt Lake City down to Vegas. There's only one road, really. And uh, somebody like wrecked or something. So, so I'm driving along, and it says, oh, recalculating, it's going to take an hour and 47 minutes due to an accident. So I'm like, all right, well, drive me around the other side of this lake. And it's like, oh, no, no, you don't want to do that. I'm like, yeah, drive me around the other side of this lake. And it kept wanting to make me wait for an hour and 47 minutes. So I eventually just drove the other side of that lake. And I could tell why it didn't want to because it's like one road. Or, I mean, a one lane each direction type of road. Yep. And in the middle of nowhere. But no one was taking it. Like zero people were taking it. I was the only person out there. So, uh Anyway, as I was driving out there, I remember what you were saying, and that that's Utah Lake, and I was like, oh, okay, I bet you that's where I'm at. It was kind of neat. I almost thought about stopping there to uh, play with the helicopter, because I bought that drone, and I haven't even used it yet, but uh, it was getting cold, and I didn't want to be, you know, I was trying to get south, so it would have been a good place to do that, though, I think. Another picture of that wallpaper. That gives you a little bit better idea because that's a garbage can. This is some place in Vegas called Bacon Bar. I tried looking at their menu and it didn't look all that interesting. This was in Cody, Wyoming. Just an interesting mural. Really neat. I think that mural is badass. I mean, like the shadows and everything, like it, that is really good looking. And this is, it doesn't really show good, but where this picture ends is basically the edge of the building. And then these are the storefronts, and this is an alley that I'm parked in. There's got to be accidents, because it literally looks like this is all just happening. You don't even hardly tell that it's black and white when you see it the first time. It's really neat. And the shadows are correct. Like, you're, the, you know, the, the, you're looking north, so it would be correct if the sun was hitting it, right? Uh, these are a couple of bacon tacos, so when you're going to make a bacon taco, this is how you do it. You take a soft tortilla, and you fill it with bacon, and you're done. That's a bacon taco. I like to eat them with chocolate donuts, and I like to have the entire buffet area, at least my section of the buffet area, open. Like, I don't want to have to look at anybody, and I don't want anybody talking around me. I'm just there with my coffee, and my donuts, and my bacon, and the rest of my food. So this is pretty nice. Seven bucks. Thank you, Vegas. Big pile of bacon there. Little tiny bacon and cheese, like omelets, I guess. I don't know what you call them. This was like potatoes with uh, cheese and green peppers and red peppers on it and onions. Bunch of other stuff. Bunch of little tiny waffles and sopapillas, maybe. Mexican food at breakfast. That's how you know you're at a classy buffet. Seven bucks. Actually, I think I paid a little bit more because I have a red card. 
have added dollar. I paid seven, I get it. Good stuff. Um, I don't think anybody ever figured out where I was where I took this video. This is a neat part about Vegas is you're just right there with the airport. So all that, uh, what do they call them things? They come out of the back of here. All the chemtrails? Yeah. The all, chemtrails. yeah. <laughs> all them chemtrails on me. And the little sign out in the middle of nowhere. This is about the Mormons. It's interesting to see those signs. If you take the time to stop and look at these signs, you know, there's a ton of them out there. It'll say like, you know, historic sign or something. Um, this one in particular, <clears throat> I knew about South Pass, which is like one of the only places you can really cross the Rockies easily. And uh, so a lot of most everybody coming out west went through South Pass and then they went north or south or whatever. And uh, so this thing's talking about the Mormons and basically how they went talk to some dude and he's like, oh, yeah, go down, go over here and try that out. And then I, so I was thinking about this sign as I was driving through Wyoming and then into Utah, I guess. And, you, you know, you come out of a little canyon or a basin or a valley, you come over a ridge or you come over a set of mountains or whatever. And then it's like, you knew they had to be thinking like after a certain amount of time, like, oh, okay, we're here. Okay, here we go. Oh, no. You know, because they're looking for that big lake and there ain't no lake. <laughs> and then, you know, they'd have to go to the next, like, whatever, across the basin or next up the next ridge, come over to the top. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, not again. Now they have to go back down and around. And anyway, so I was just thinking about that because, you know, in a vehicle driving 75, 80 miles an hour, it takes hours. Like that had to take, that had to be days and days and days of like anticipation. No. Anticipation. No. Anticipation. No. Uh, this is some kind of water fountain with, uh, what do you call it? Thing for making water bottles. That was kind of neat. I haven't seen those before. A whole bunch of people said they've seen them before. So I posted yeah, this. I, I have it. This was just at a rest area in Wyoming, too. <clears throat> so this is uh, a picture I took of the Luxor, one of my favorite of the casinos, which I don't even think they turn their light on anymore. I didn't see it at all at night when I was there. Only for special occasions now. Really? Is it too expensive or what? It was bugging people. I don't know. They only, the only time you see it lit up now is when they have some event going on. Like Thanksgiving and Christmas and shit? Or just when no, they No, like when they host when they when they host a fight or some big thing or they're trying to promote some new show. But it's not on twenty four. It's like not on every night like it used to be. Yeah, because for a while there, that was part of Vegas, and it was really cool because you'd know where downtown was or where the strip was at least. Anyway, so this is a cool picture of it, and it's nice and squared up and everything, and I'd never been on this angle before because you can't get this angle from the north and south. There's hotels and shit on the north and south, so you can only get this from the east and west, and if you were on the other side, you can't get this either because you'd be in the airport. So... I didn't even know you could get this view and such a nice view of it too with just its little palm trees and shit. It's actually really cool. And it even says Luxor and stuff. So I'm across a highway. <laughs> like I am really, really, really far away from it. It's just a huge building and I'm just parallel with it, I guess, height wise. So anyway, I'm in the parking lot of this one uh, rental machine gun place 
and I was like, hey, dang, I'm looking at the Luxor. So I took this picture, and then I posted, where am I? And pretty quick, people figured it out, so I thought that was kind of cool. If I would have known about that, I probably would have done something like that throughout the trip. I might add that to the next trip. I remember hearing something like that light on top of there is the brightest light in America, and you can see it from space or something, but maybe that's urban legend. I don't know, but I did. I remember hearing stuff about how bright that light is. You can definitely see it from space. I don't know if it's the lightest, brightest light in the country or not, but I know you can see it from space because they, they make a big deal about it. When they first went up, I loved that casino. It's probably airplanes is probably why they don't have it on all the time now. It's probably interfering with air traffic or something, blinding pilots or something. That's what I kind of figured. I mean, it's not really like they don't fly above the strip, so they don't fly above it, but it could just bug them like they don't like it for some reason. Although I would think it would be just another, it's like a permanent beacon there for a while. You knew where Vegas Strip was because that light was there. Uh, this was some dog that Z posted. Z's one of the hosts of the show. But um, he put us a really shitty version of it. So I redid it because I thought he was just a spaz or whatever. But I guess he was going for the effect on the other one. Anyway, some little dog thinks he's like your dog. That's a boy dog. <laughs> uh, so I went to the Walmart. And these were $1. All right, wait, what are they? $1.95 or something? No, they were $1. $1.04 for like freaking eight donuts. Assholes. Uh, then I went to this range and I was driving up and down the range and I'm thinking to myself, I'm kind of hungry and I have not been, or I've been to this range many times and I never left money at this range before. How do I leave some money without shooting? And then I seen that they had this sign or they had the signs for this uh, snack shop. And I'm like, what the hell? I'll go get some French fries at this snack shop. I don't know which, if you like these kind of French fries, kind of like McDonald's fries, I think. Um, but holy crap, were those some of the best fries I've ever ate? And they were three bucks, three dollars. And uh, this place, um, eh, I don't have a good picture of it. I, I didn't realize that they were going to be the best fries I've eaten in forever. Um, but it's just this little snack shop in this. Do I even have a picture of the room? It's like a building kind of like this, you know, and just a corner of it is this little snack shop and our snack, yeah, snack shop, snack bar. And uh, holy moly, were those good French fries. Those were really, really good. The grease was brand new or really good. You know, it doesn't, wasn't all gross. Uh, they cooked them just the right amount of time and everything. The guy, like, brought them out to me. Like, if I had bought $75 worth of stuff, he, like, ran them out to me. Uh, just awesome, awesome fries. And uh, somewhere in there, like I said, I didn't take a good picture of it because I didn't realize that I was going to be getting such an awesome order of fries. There's like a thing over here that I didn't get a picture of uh, that says they were on some kind of show. And I can't remember for life me what the name of the show is. Like Deli's Gift Shops and it's like three different things. It's like Deli's. Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. That place. Yeah, thanks. So they were on that show. And I'm like, I can see why. Because just, they just, it was a nice little clean uh, snack bar and kicking out awesome food. So uh, some lady was there ordering one of these other $12 things in front of me, and they still ran my fries out there. Like if I would, you know, they don't know me from anybody else. They just were like, hey, this guy wants his hot fries, or his fries hot. So here you go. Anyhow, I would definitely recommend it. Uh, if you're ever in the uh, Vegas area and you decide to go up there to go shooting, uh, eat up there. It's definitely worth it. 
Man, I wish I had those fries right now. <clears throat> uh, this is, I just got fed up. I was waiting here for way too long. And I think I was heading out of Vegas and I was buying a thing of like energy drink. So I was like, I did not want to go stop at a gas station. You know, I was already in line, but I'm listening to these three talk about like Carol and how she was given the manager job and she decided to decline. And then the guy who was actually working with customers was like, what? And then they'd be like, yeah, she had the job. Weren't you here on Monday? And holy crap, like I learned all about Carol and her like, you know, issues. And then with the doctor and this whole time, this guy's just sitting here eating fucking cookies or something. And, you know, there's like a bunch of, I can't even, I don't know if I got the video of the people behind me. There's like three people behind me. There's some dude in front of me another dude and then like a lady with kids and another lady anyway drove me nuts. so i made a video they didn't even care and i just like made the video right in front of them well, this was an el camino i seen and it matched my white chevy van so i took a picture of them uh this was That was on the other side of the Clark County range, so the Boulder range. So where SHOT Show does their media day at the range, that's the borough. Like on the other side of that dirt is where we're going to be shooting media day at the range. So they laid this new highway down right in front of, or right on top of that range, actually. <clears throat> be pretty interesting. This was, uh, oh, this was, so I'm sitting here. So the Clark County, is everybody still here? We still, we still live? Yep. Still yep. here. Yep. Switched. I switched over to my phone. So hopefully I'm clear. Oh yeah. You're loud and clear now. So I'm at the Clark County range, just got done eating them great fries. And no, I didn't. I was on my way up to get them great fries. And, uh, I decided to stop here. basically to brush the dog. I think that's what it was. I hadn't brushed the dog in a while and it was windy and I'm thinking, okay, perfect. This is just side of the road, middle of nowhere. Uh, I'm like a mile still from the Clark County shooting range, which is going to be like up a hill in front of me. And I had just come from like kind of up down a hill behind me there where free, uh, frontier armory is. So, uh, I parked down here in the bottom of this kind of wash area. It's BLM or something land. There's sort of an electric plant here, so the road kind of widens for their parking lot. And I figured, okay, I'm off the road. Nobody's going to give a shit. I can open this up and brush the dog for a little while. As I'm sitting there, I hear like a scraping noise, and these fuckers come up with like a pickup truck with like a utility trailer. And the utility trailer is like just bogged down with like some kind of green debris, rubbish, uh, what do you call like, you know, plant debris. And, uh, or like, what's the word for that? You know, landscaping trash or whatever, like limbs. Shrubbery. Yeah. And they uh, they just kind of pull up in front of me and like kick half the shit off. Of their, not even the whole amount of shit, but like half the shit off their trailer. Do like a sloppy ass U-turn and then haul ass out of there. And I'm like, you fuckers. Like this whole place is basically barren. It looks like the fucking moon. And then there's this road across it. But it's just white and nothing. Barren desert. There's like this little bit of gravel and shit on the side of the road that they put in so that the road's nice. And then these fuckers drop like half a trailer full of just 
you know, landscape crap, limbs and greenery and shit. I'm like, what the fuck? And then they drove off. I think my dash cam will have them, and I have to go find that. And uh, it happened so quickly, like I couldn't believe what I was looking at. I don't. I think my phone was charging in the front, and it was, you know, how if you're looking at it here, I'd have to like either run around to the driver's side or jump in through the middle there, or close this door and then unlock this door and open it. But with my phone, like in the driver's console, I was basically as far away as from my fucking phone as I could be. And these fuckers just drove off. I didn't get a picture of them or nothing. One of the worst parts of that is the the dump is free. Dude, and they dumped half of the shit. So they still got to go somewhere and dump the other half of that yeah. shit. Makes no sense. When I, whenever I see stuff like that, it, it kills me because pretty much for most of the state, all our dumps are free. You can just pull up and get rid of stuff. There's no charge. That's crazy. So I get done brushing the dog and shit from here. And then uh, go up, eat those fries, and I come down, and there's some guy in a pickup truck who works at Clark County loading up all that shit and dragging it up there. Because, you know, they can't leave it out here. It's just it's out of place. It was a bunch of green stuff in this middle of this nothing. It would have just, you know, got all over the road probably. <coughs> so some kind of asshole in Nevada. Uh, then this is the picture when I got back to Arizona. <clears throat> this is right after coming south from where we were just at kind of on the Clark County thing. This is like my old van right here. I thought that was cool seeing my old van pull up next to me. I didn't realize it was like a car carpet cleaning place. I was hoping it was a hot chick who was into Chevy vans. Uh, then I seen this. This I'm pretty sure mate is marijuana. So this is marijuana soda. Raphael says it's not, but uh, anyway, I seen this at some Argentinian restaurant I went to. And I don't even know what the fuck, but I'm pretty sure they make marijuana in Argentina, Argentina. So I'm pretty sure yerba or mate, one of the two of them, is marijuana. There's marijuana soda, and this was in Nevada. Um, this is a bunch of the food that I ate. Made it into a, whatever you call it, montage. There's the dog, not giving a crap. There's the new van that we just talked about, or the old van we just talked about. So I go out there the other day, and I'm like, where's the dog at? She had gone underneath the here, and she was just standing. Like, you know, just standing like if she was standing right here, but like underneath of there next to the transmission. I wish I would have got a picture of it. I don't know what the hell she was doing, but she was just like standing, you know, not crouched down is what I'm saying. Like didn't she had to crawl to get under there, but then she just stood up next to the transmission in that big area where the transmission's at. She's standing in there. So maybe there's bugs or squirrels or something up in the engine she was looking at. There's a bunch of pictures of her. This is uh Slim posting the uh, picture of this, his real gun, along with the patch. Comes out pretty good. Pretty cool. This is a little stove I'm thinking about getting. Get that sportsman's guide. Anybody ever had a little stove like this? Not a little one, no. I, I grew up with one like that. I Dude, love them. They're great to cook on. This is probably like a 12-foot 
or 12 inch uh, tile, right? Maybe even 10 inch. This thing is tiny. They're like a foot by 10 inches or something. They're really little. So I'm thinking. Oh, I didn't. I didn't realize it was that small. Oh no, they're little. They're like craft. They're neat. <clears throat> At first, I was thinking of getting one for the old van, but I'm not going to go with that way. Uh, but I'm thinking about getting one of these for the workshop. So instead of having any kind of like that little heater you've got, <clears throat> have something like this going. And these are just little twigs, you know, to keep the thing going or to keep the place hot. And surprisingly, a cast iron stove, I'm not sure about the small one, but like the bigger ones I've had in my houses and stuff, I mean, they'll, they'll heat your whole house. They, like, they really will. They'll do a good job. Oh, yeah, seriously. Oh, yeah. The way that it's shaped. They're either, I think they're made for like tents. Um, you know, it's really cold for like a tent, like the big ass mash looking tent where they're going to be drafty and shit or um, ice, is that ice fishing houses or whatever, I think. So uh, they're definitely designed, you know, with the shape. all that metal, those legs are going to be given off heat to some extent. Door, of course, is given off heat. And then the way you pipe this, if you put an S shape in it or something, that's a lot of heat that thing's giving off. Yeah, and then you set set a little box fan behind it. That's yeah. what we used to do is I would just use an indoor box fan. And in the when winter came, I'd take it from using it for the summer to cool off, you know, and I'd just set it behind the stove and turn it on low. And yep. then it would blow that heat across the entire house. And there was many a winter where I hardly used my furnace at all because I had, you know, firewood and one of these going. That's what I'm thinking. It uses kindling, really. I mean, it doesn't even use. You can just use the little. Well, yeah, and and a lot of your uh, a lot of stuff that you throw away is completely burnable, like paper and stuff. You know what I mean? And. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it finally gives junk mail a purpose. Yeah, seriously. And then uh, that top there looks like it's enough to put, you know, a little thing of water or whatever and get it hot. Oh, yeah, definitely cook on top of it. So I think what they cost. They're like less than 200. They might be like, I can't remember if they're 120 or 160. Maybe they're 120 and 160 when you ship them. I forget. But uh, anyway, I thought that was kind of cool. And I seen that they posted it, so I reposted it to see if anybody's had one. Uh, let's see. Then there's a bunch of pictures of the van. I <clears throat> uh, got that uh, United Arab Emirates uh, MRE. This one is one that had hummus in it, and I've got another one. I'll eat one of these days that had something even grosser, like eggplant or something. Uh, this one wasn't bad. The M&Ms were pretty good, and the food tasted like Indian food. It was like a real spicy... Basically, like almost like a ravioli, really, except I forget what it had in there. Uh, beans and it wasn't pasta. It had to be something else, but it, it was the equivalent. It was like eating pasta. This was nuts, I think. Some salted almonds were really good. And this was the hummus. And it would have been okay, but it wasn't. It wasn't that good. Uh, according to the dude at Hans, they contracted these for the United Arab Emirates Royal Guard. And it would have been like their food for, you know, long-term preparedness type of storage. And they passed on it. They did not want them. And I'm thinking I can understand why. This was really good. Uh, this bar thing was okay. <clears throat> and then there was a thing of figs, which was gross. And then there was this hummus, which was not good. 
So uh, I could see them saying no, especially if they're used to eating fancy shit all the time. Anyway, it was kind of neat. I saw those when I was there at SHOT Show, and I didn't buy them. I was kicking myself ever since because I really wanted to try the MRE hummus. This was driving through Montana. Waking up in maybe North Dakota, Montana, basically at the border there, and I can't remember which town, getting gas, and then driving three-something hours, kind of south and a little bit west in Montana from middle of nowhere, border of North Dakota down to Billings. So you'd pass things like the uh, Battle of Little Bighorn, and there's a river along the right-hand side, somewhere along here, and the dash cam with its crazy almost fisheye perspective just doesn't do it justice. You don't really even see it. But for a while, I was driving down the river valley that uh, Lewis and Clark took home. Like, I don't think it's the one they came out on, but it's the one they went home on. And that was pretty nice, pretty good looking. <clears throat> and there I got to the end. So I was driving pretty much the whole part of Montana. And I just finished a video like this for Wyoming. Or I'm about three quarters of the way through a video for Wyoming. I have to edit it a little bit and put a few more hours at the end of it. Uh, that's just a bunch of the Planet Fitnesses, my gym that I went to. Bunch of different styles, but they're pretty much all the same inside. <clears throat> Came home and got some Mediterranean food, and then noticed they had a bunch of these hookahs, so I took some pictures, and then a bunch of the falafel mixes. A bunch of falafels. And what are those donuts like? No, they're savory. So these are basically this. I don't see very many places that make them like a donut. But I, I don't like my shit raw. So this place in Tucson does make them like a little tiny donut. And they fry. You can imagine. if This is just basically a frankfurter. Or no, a, uh, what do they call them? A fritter. Right? A hush puppy. So if they put a hole in the middle, it cooks way better than if there's just not a hole in the middle. And then, it, you know, it kind of doughy in the middle. So I like them to be cooked. And the way that they cook them here are good they end up it's it's almost like cornbread but saltier and like with more herbs in it like onions and green kind of herbs they taste a little more herbier than a than a cornbread but they're kind of like a mix between a cornbread and a hush puppy and they they're batter and they're just dropped into <clears throat> uh, oil like a donut would be most of the time they don't have that hole though most of the time they just look like a biscuit or like, a, I don't know, hockey puck or something. <clears throat> anyway, there's some sort of like batter that looks like cornbread that they put into a fryer. And it's sort of like an alternative to meat. So sometimes you'll see them on a sandwich or you'll see them in a wrap or something as like the filler, like the thing that isn't chicken or it isn't beef. And they'll doctor it up with whatever the hell kind of dish it's going to be. I usually just get them on a plate like this. They give you some bread, and they give you some of this, um, what is this? I guess this is hummus, just basically smashed up chickpeas. So it's like, you know, peanut butter mixed with mayonnaise kind of consistency. So it's kind of like a spread, and then lettuce and tomatoes and pickles and things. Um, this one wasn't actually all that good. <clears throat> I've had much, much, much better ones before. 
I I go there and buy that kind of bread though. You could go there at this store. <clears throat> I don't think I took pictures of it, but you I buy um I think it's Afghanistan bread or Arabian bread. I don't know what they call it. It's not a pita bread and it's not a tortilla, but it's the best parts of a tortilla and it's the best parts of a piece of pita bread mixed together. And they're also huge. They're like as big as a giant pizza. And they cost 50 cents. So I go here to buy those and then I fold them up into fours and put them in the freezer. And you just eat like a quarter of them at a time. So what's that? 17 cents worth at a time. Uh, bought some fancy root beer. Sucked. This has nothing to do with the trip, but there you go. Uh, this is when I do the screen capture of Google Maps when I get to somewhere. I just took a bunch of those and did this and then stuck them all together. There's one duplicate. If you know what the duplicate is, maybe you win something. <laughs> Posted a picture of this guy. He wasn't. He was like being a dick. He was like right behind me for many, many miles of curvy road where the speed limit was like sixty-five, and he was just right on my ass, like being a dick about it. So I figured, okay, this guy's gonna just blow past me, and he's gonna be flicking me off, and it's gonna be worth putting my camera on. So I put my camera on, right? And he's he was just some guy and his wife. He could have gave a shit about me. He was just like, I'm not going to drive 65. I need to drive 90 or whatever. So he blew past me, but like almost no reaction other than to, you know, finally, you know, he didn't even show relief or nothing. He was just like, do, 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 blew right past me. Anyway, I don't know if you guys ever encounter that or if you guys drive at the speed of traffic so people don't crouch up on you like that, but. You know, driving at the speed limit, I'm used to people coming up on my butt and expecting me to go faster. You guys ever deal with that? Happens to me all the time, especially when I'm driving around the highways in Vegas. When I get tailgated, like, and I mean like actual tailgated if someone's really right in my ass, I slow down. And I just, the closer they get, the more I slow down then. And uh, they either go around me or then they're like, whoa, I'm going to I'm gonna back off. And when they back off, I speed up, <laughs> you know? You too, because what else do you do? Otherwise, they're going to hit you or something, or, like, you're going to break, and then they're going to fucking be too close. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I've been into, I've been in too many car accidents to, you know, go through that shit anymore. So I just, you know, I, I just slow down. I'll, I'll, I'll literally, I've literally slowed down on a 25-mile-an-hour road. I've slowed down to five miles an hour before just because people tell me. I'm like, dude, the speed limit's 25. I'm going the speed limit. Chill out but they get mad for you doing the speed limit. That's the part I don't get. Like, yeah, if I was doing 20 under the speed limit, I could see you getting mad. But I'm going the speed limit, and people will flip out on you for just doing the speed limit. I don't like that. Well, in Utah, definitely. Utah's world. Yep. Worst drivers in America. I'll definitely say that. So I've been to places where uh, they – this one place, where was I? I was in North Dakota. And it was, it was actually just after all that shitty slush and stuff. And it was still kind of rainy. And this guy was like, and I'm driving probably at 55 and the speed limit 70 because it's rainy and it's dark and, and it's, you know, I'm not going to go faster than that for conditions or whatever. So this guy is just like how this guy is in the picture, just right, you know, a little bit closer and he'd be dangerous, but he would not get any farther away. And what's bothering me is that this is the right lane of like three lanes. He could be in any other lane 
but he's got to be behind me. So I did exactly what you're talking about. But this was a 70 mile an hour road and I was doing maybe 55 and I probably went up, went down to like 35 and he would not get off of my butt. So I eventually uh, went down to like 25, started blinking my lights and shit and uh, my brights on and off. And some other car came by and I don't know if he was like drunk or what, but then he like got, he decided, oh, okay, I can drive behind this other car. And he got, you know, went to the left, followed this other car and the other car went past me and continued on this car that was being a dick came up next to me and just drove parallel next to me for a while. And then by that time I had gone back up to like 55 or whatever, thinking they were both going to pass me at like, you know, 60 or something. Cause a car at those conditions is a lot different than me being, you know, out of my element and in a van. Uh, you know, I figured somebody who lives there driving or is used to that. They're going to drive, you know, maybe just 10 miles under the speed limit, if not just the speed limit. Anyway, that was just super creepy and weird. And, uh, and when they're doing that, then it's hard to get away from because I hate to go, you know, 60 miles an hour for any length of time because you don't know when they get off the highway. So you're going 60 miles an hour for an hour and they got off the highway 45 minutes ago, you know. Um, so I don't like to go slower intentionally and I'm not going to go faster than the speed limit. So it was really frustrating because that at least that fucker was, you know, we're around me for quite a while, actually. Until he finally took a right, and I just kept going. You know, he got off on an exit, and I kept going. While we're on this topic of driving, um, does anybody else like to use the cruise control when they're in a vehicle that has the option? Oh, dude, just think, I'm seriously thinking about getting rid of my cop car because I like the cruise control so much, and I don't know how the hell I've done multiple road trips without it. I don't know how I did it. I can't believe I didn't get tickets all the time because it's like cheating. It's awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm because I'm paranoid about getting tickets because I drive through a lot of states. I, I I'm like always setting my cruise control to about to about five miles under the speed the maximum speed limit. Oh no, I set my cruise control to the speed limit, or sometimes like whatever, just to creep it down. So like sometimes when I drive past one of those things that'll tell you your speed, I'll be like a mile or two under, but that's at the most. Never over, though. I, I won't ever be like, oh, they're going to give me three miles or they're going to give me five miles. I do not want that. No, I've driven through too many small towns with starving sheriffs who will write you a ticket for going over three miles. Well, this, not, uh, actually, let me see if I can get it. In Wyoming, a speeding ticket for five miles an hour over the speed limit is 150 bucks. It's not worth it. And they will give you a speeding ticket for five over because I've had two of them. <laughs> you said for five miles over? Yeah, for five miles over, Wyoming will give you a ticket for just five miles over, and it's 150 bucks for five miles over. So this is in Wyoming coming out of Billings, Montana, and this is... noise. This is... I am hearing a noise. Hold on. All right. Entertain yourself. I'll be back. So, yeah, Wyoming. I've, I've driven. I've probably been to about 30 states, I think, out of, out of our 50. I think I've been, driven through about 30 of them. And out of all, like, I, I'm, I don't get tickets anywhere. Like, none of the other states have had problems or tickets, even going five over. Wyoming, you'll set your <laughs> cruise control for, let's say, two over. They'll give you a ticket for five. Like they round up. 
<laughs> right? So like, even if you're doing one or two or three miles an hour over, now you're doing five over and here's your ticket. And when yep. you tell the guy, hey, you can get in my car, hit the cruise control button, see what it takes you up to. You know, I was doing like, you know, maybe 66 or something. They're like, oh, I don't care. It's five over 150 yep. bucks. <laughs> and, it's, and, it's your, and it's your word against theirs and you're going to lose. But, but here's yeah. the kicker because I have friends and family that live up there. If you have Wyoming license plates, you can drive five over all the time. It's just out of state license plates. Dude, they do this. They do the same thing driving from uh, Bakersfield out of California coming into Ve- coming into Nevada. They see you going any little bit over the speed limit. They'll hit you. And usually I travel not only with the dog, but I usually travel with firearms and stuff. So I don't even like messing with it. The last thing I need is some, especially if I'm in a non-gun friendly state, to have any reason to pull me over and tear my stuff up. <laughs> well, yeah. The, the one question I don't want to be asked is, do you have any weapons in the car, sir? Like, I, you know, like I don't want to be asked that, <laughs> you know, because I know as soon as I say yes, it's like, all right, let's see them. Like, oh man. Uh, well, <laughs> and I, and I, and in some places I know that the moment I hand them my IDs and everything, cause I just give them, I have a thing I wear around my neck where I just hand over my IDs and it's got all of my credentials in it. So it's like, yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm armed. <laughs> that's one thing about uh, Utah. I like now is now that, uh, we have sort of a constitutional carry in our vehicles now. And uh, so now like uh, all my police friends and all stuff that they just tell me that they assume every single car that they pull over has a gun in it and they don't even ask anymore. Like they don't ask at all. And so it's like, you know, rarely ask anymore. <clears throat> okay. So this is, I was saying like fast forwarding through Wyoming and this is driving down to Cody and you come through the little lowlands or whatever, and I noticed a range. So this is like a half a mile out to the range. This is the signs to get in. And I think it's closed. There's only certain days that it's open to the public. I happen to be there on that day. So I drove in a little bit, and you can see it's pretty elaborate. This is the, I'm thinking, cowboy action and horseback type of range, ranges. And then now I'm looking back east, and uh, to the shotgun ranges in front of me and then the rifle and whatever probably to the left of me there. And this is my dash cam, so it can't look to the left, but there's a bunch of people shooting to the north, to my left here, you know, up into the hills. Then I drive back over. Uh, there's a really elaborate shoot, uh, shotgun area over here and then a place for campers and stuff and probably somebody watching the place. And then I get back on that road, back out to the main road and then back down south to Cody. <clears throat> so uh, this is driving up to the, well, I got a picture of that mural. And that's the old uh, dug up gun museum. And then this is the um, shitty Cody museum. And then this is the firearms, Cody firearms experience. I just parked at there. Uh, then a couple of shitty gun shops. And then I had a, they opened up the, <clears throat> The dug up gun museum. Hey, notice that mural right there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so this is where that mural's at. Um, so they had opened up the dug out gun museum for me. So I'm coming back into town. And, oh, it's tough when it's going this fast. Come back into town to check out a couple of the other gun shops before the dug out gun museum told me I could come back. <clears throat> and I'm coming up to this gun shop. Can you see it already? See that giant lever action? 
Oh, that's badass. Mm -hmm. So I back in so that I can get a picture of it over the van. So it's on my butt now, and that's where that mural is. So Cody's a cool little town. <clears throat> um, that gun shop, though, gone. Completely gone. This is coming up on the butt side of that uh, mural when I took a picture. So that's what it looks like on the butt side, that giant. Um, there's the gun again. Man, I wish I... Oh, was that the artist's name back on that mural a couple seconds back? Yeah. Oh, what happened? Oh, what the fuck did I do? Okay, so there's that. There's going out to the Cody Firearms Experience. So that's the east end of <clears throat> Yellowstone there, too. I should also mention that. This is the this is the east entrance of Yellowstone National Park, our first national park. So two and a half to three million people take this drive up to there. And when they do, this billboard right here says shoot guns. And there's a cool black van right there that they're going to go, wow, look at that sweet van. And then that says shoot guns. And there's that sweet van that says shoot guns. So then I pulled in there, <clears throat> hung out them for a bit. Come back into town. Take that right. There's that lever action cool gun. Oh, yeah, look at that. Got a great picture of it. Anyway, this was that gun shop. Empty. Completely abandoned. Sucks. So there's this giant uh, lever action rifle just sitting on top of a building. I don't know what's going to happen to it. So I see that mural, and I'm like, well, I'm going to go drive up behind that mural. Boom. So that's what I was trying to get to. Boom. So it's basically a giant shootout. You're looking at this guy's butt, and that guy's down the street. That truck wasn't there. That looked cool ass. And then there's... There was a signature to it, but I don't know if you're going to... Yeah, I saw it back, to, like, a ways back. Like, it was, it was in there. It was bread or something, but... Is that rifle on top of that building made of wood, or, like, what is it up there? Dude, it really, really looks like a gun. It's pipe or something. I mean, it's big, so it has to be bigger than... I mean, it's a big-ass piece of pipe, but it's wood, and it's metal, and, yeah, it's neat. It doesn't look like a piece of shitty plaster of Paris. It might be fiberglass, I guess. Oh, yeah, Brian Timberlake. He's Justin Timberlake's brother. <laughs> there it is again. So there's that, that rifle. And this is just across the street. So <clears throat> Dugout Gun Museum is this building right here. So I'm going to drive up and try to find a fucking parking space and eventually park down the street there. And now I'm leaving. But Is it called uh, the Dugout Gun Museum because they found, like, a bunch of, you know, because I know a lot of people find old guns out in the des desert and stuff. And But yeah. did they find, like, a, a cache of guns that they dug up or somewhere or something? And is that how they first got started or? Oh, no, it's just the guy's collection. He's been collecting for 30 years. <clears throat> and uh, is a species of holly used to make tea beverage. Okay, thanks, Gary. Gary jumped out. He was really talking so much. It's good that he left, so somebody else got a word in it. So um, um, <clears throat> uh, he's just a collector, and he's been collecting them for a while, so he put them on display, and it's free, so anybody can go in there and check them out. And, yeah, they're just guns that he's found at gun shows and antique shops and uh, bought them at various places. And most of them, he said, come up when people are farming, usually. Uh, so they'll just find them. You know, they start plowing a field or something, and, hey, found a gun. So it's a while out of a lake or something. 
Uh, so this is me leaving. Co oh, no, this is me going back to the... Um, here, let me go back because I tried to I tried to do like a, a change in speed. I don't know how well it came out. Let me have this hot old lady do my oil change for me. So, uh, uh, got my oil change. I'm gonna leave Cody. <clears throat> Actually, I checked out a couple other gun shops. They're weird, so I left Cody. <clears throat> Their gun shops sell like coffee and like um, what's the name of that company's T-shirts? Black Rifle. Yeah, Black Rifle Coffee. Or? No, that's the coffee. They sell Black Rifle Coffee and some sort of T-shirts. Um, <clears throat> I would think of the name if I'm not thinking of it. Um, Rogue Apparel or something. I don't know. So I'm like, is this really a gun shop? You're like, you just, literally, there's no guns in there. It's just they call themselves so and so tactical shop. So I'm driving out Cody, and this happens. <clears throat> I'm looking over here like these dumbasses, like lazy. They're just sitting here with like orange hats on. So I'm like, what are they lazy? And then I'm like, what are they looking at? And like, you can't barely tell. And I didn't do a good job. And the dash cam doesn't get a good job of this. But this looks like a bunch of rocks or something. Those are all antelopes. There's like this shit ton of antelopes on this top of this like ridge. I'm going to see if I can get a still of it. But see all the little white butts? There's like a big flock of antelopes up here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So I was like, wow, that's the most antelopes I've ever seen in one spice. So now I'm all looking for critters, and there's critters all over. There's antelopes all over around in here. Um, a couple of these times where I'm stopping is probably those videos where the dog's looking at the deer. That's probably right here. And then this one's the antelopes. Yeah, someone's right over there somewhere. Uh, so then you get out of whatever that was. That was kind of a town, I guess. It was just a congested area of some ranches or something um and i don't know when it is up here because it's been a while since i was doing this but uh we were talking about getting pulled over is what got me to get this video out i think it's coming up here in a second i come up to some town I forget what the name of that town is on the north side of the canyon <clears throat> and as i come up into the town it's one of these things where this guy's kind of on my ass or whatever. It was nothing super annoying, but this guy definitely wants to go faster than I'm going. And I'm going the speed limit. Like That's it, especially in Wyoming, like you said. <clears throat> um, that's my experience in Wyoming, too. So right here. So there's my another attempt at slowing down speed. So this guy's been behind me for a while, right? No license plate. And, he's, and, I'm, and I'm actually blowing. I'm, I'm like maybe going 45 and a 30 right now. <clears throat> I'm going to try it again. So we come up into this town. This guy, I'm kind of going way too fast. This guy blows past me. Then I realize we just passed a cop, right? Cop puts on his lights and shit, and I'm like, damn, I'm getting a ticket. Because <clears throat> he put on his lights. He pulled out right behind me. So I'm like, damn, I'm getting a ticket. And nope, he comes up, goes right past me, and grabs that guy. Yes. <laughs> because you're just working. You're on your way to a job. <laughs> That's what he thinks. <laughs> you know. 
because I was actually going faster than this guy. This guy braked before me, and that's why I'm like, oh, shit, I'm, I should have been braking already. So anyway, I got through the town. <clears throat> was Marshmallow sitting shotgun? Nah, she got sick of driving with me a long time ago. So it was cold up here, and I'd have the heater on. And she don't like that. She gets mad at me when I have the heater on. So she every time it was cold, she's in back. <clears throat> if it's hot out and I have the AC on, she'll come back up front. So you can see, you come out of that little town, and uh, I think I stopped and got something to drink there. So I edited it a little bit. But you come out of that little town, and then, bam, you're in the... You're on the reservation this whole time, but now you're in, that's where I filmed Patriot's Blind Challenge, where it stopped there for a second. You come out next to this river, though, and it's just amazing. This is one of the best spots to drive, I think, ever. There's those three tunnels that we did on the other thing, and then you come up to this massive reservoir where they get all their water for all all of central Wyoming, basically. Uh, then it just ends up me driving. Basically, this whole time I'm driving past this massive reservoir on the right. Just a giant, giant, giant lake. And then you finally get to that part right there, and it drives me nuts. Like, okay, I backed up a little bit. <clears throat> I've been driving past. You saw that dam was right after those three tunnels. There was a dam. And then there was this huge lake we've been driving past for like an hour. You take a right, <clears throat> and then there's this kind of bridge thing. But it ain't a fucking bridge. So I'm driving up to the lake here. Right? So it's it's just land. But it's also a bridge. Like, it's in the middle of it. It's going across this lake. It's cutting this lake not quite in half. It, like, cuts the tip off of this lake. But it's not up in the air. It's ground. So I don't know how they did this or what's going on. But it's kind of like, you know, it cuts across the lake. It's definitely not natural. But I don't know what that is. So uh, anyway, I was thought that was weird. <clears throat> and then you get down to Riverton, which is... I think technically those are called causeways, and that's what we have here. Um, we have a lot of causeways like around the Great Salt Lake and stuff where they just basically filter to get you across, you know, lakes and rivers and stuff. Oh, okay. Interesting. Do you guys just let them flood when the rains come? Yep, sure do. So is that the difference that they don't, they're not higher than the water, so they're just designed to, I just don't know how they stay there is the main thing. Like, there must be a bunch of concrete or something, and they put dirt in the middle of it. Big ass rocks, it's that they fill it full of just huge rocks, and then dirt it, pave it. So anyway, that was the drive through Wyoming, I'll just show you that uh, cop car busting that other guy right behind me, which was kind of awesome. But we're almost to the end. I posted this to say thanks to the people that are supporting me over on the Patreon. Uh, they keep our projects online, and they keep the adventures on the road. Uh, Ten people over there keep the van. So, you know, I've got a van payment, and, uh, you know, just basically Patreon is all I got. So uh, I do appreciate the people that are helping me keep that. Um, I'm going to be probably getting rid of the other one. You know, I don't, I don't have luxury of keeping the old van. So... Uh, I'm thinking about putting the ladder racks on the new van. Um, and I'm definitely going to keep my little mirror thingy. I probably won't put it on the new van. Uh, but once I put the ladder racks on there, I might actually start considering solar panels because I'll be breaking it up and it'll be making it look different. So uh, I don't know. Thinking about maybe doing some of that if I keep the van. So again, thanks to the people on Patreon.
And then I just did a collage of the collages because I've been doing that as a series. If you just look at the uh, page, when you do things every two pictures, they start to line up. So I've just been doing like a collage every two pictures for a while and just keeping that theme going. So that was a bunch of our Friday show. Just looking at Instagram over there. Let's see if anybody's watching. Oh, they're talking about that marijuana soda. A uh, carbonated drink made from yerba mate, which is marijuana, a tea popular in Uruguay, which is a bunch of drug country. So, well, they they since pot became recreational here, they put it in everything. That's what I figure. So you got to be careful. You got to get uh, what do they call that? Doped, late, uh, mickeyed. Uh, yeah, what was wrong with the old van? The old van's transmission was pretty shitty and always had issues with the uh, gasket keeping the transmission pan on and uh, then the transmission in general. But basically um, what happened was a couple of the cylinders went out. So uh, a couple of the cylinders are just black cook instead of, you know, you know, just a little bit of mess on the plugs or whatever. It's just black oil and shit. Yeah, I lost compression. <clears throat> and there's more than that. I mean, even if the van was able to move around, it had it needed like all door gaskets. And once you got new door gaskets, you find out which doors are actually just so bent, like the doors need to be rebent. I don't know. I'm assuming you can rebend a door back into shape. You know, but yeah, be two by four. Open and close so many times they are just all beat up. And it was just, I mean, it'd be a great old band to like just have as like a, every once in a while on a weekend you take it fishing or something. Uh, or I was thinking, you know, if I had the money to just get it running physically, use that as my pickup truck. Just, you know, leave it gross because it's all gross from just being some, it was like the school's plumbing van or something. So it was, you know, dirty tools and, you know, dirty equipment and shit got put in there so it was pretty beat up and a lot of heavy stuff so it's all dented so i was just going to leave that be my pickup truck type of van because <clears throat> the new one is you know i mean it's i could still put stuff in it but i wouldn't want to put like garbage and shit in it it's you know it's nicer than a pickup truck it's not a camper but it's not a utility van anymore either <clears throat> so anyway i was thinking about doing that or just souping it up into some kind of cool 70s van 80s van i guess but uh yeah. there's just not quite enough there's not enough interest at all really in the van stuff and i'm not gonna you know i'm just not a van person where i'm gonna get that into the van stuff the van people are either mountain climbers and surfers and mountain bikers or else they're closer to being bikers or something and i'm none of that so um it'll probably just get smashed i guess i've had a lot of people from japan looking at it lately Whenever I posted that last picture saying it was, you know, I can get $125 for it. Um, a bunch of people from Japan have been sharing that. Yeah, I think uh, if you found a way to get it to the scrapyard yourself, um, you know, a rope and a buddy's truck or something, uh, you could probably get about 400 bucks, 350 400 bucks if you took it directly to the scrapper. Oh, you think there's going to make a difference in towing? What's that? You think there's that big a difference in towing? 
Well, no, they're making money off you. Not they're not only you know covering their cost of towing and everything, but they're trying to make money off of scrapping it too. So, you know, but if you take it because like a smaller car here that only weighs half as much as your van will bring two fifty at the scrapper here. And I'm just talking a small little Honda or something. So your van, I mean, that's got to be like four hundred bucks or more if you take it to the scrapper yourself. Well, I'm thinking of a couple of things. One would be to look at what the I haven't put much time into it because it's not going to be big money. But I've been thinking about just taking pictures of like the little metal thing that goes around the headlights or some internal dashboard stuff and stuff to put on eBay, stuff that'll fit in an envelope or a box, and I can take it off. Oh, there. part it out, yeah, yeah. Um, so I was thinking about doing that. Uh, and then in addition, once it's like just a shell, because that's, you know, once you start doing that, you're not putting that van back together anymore. It's coming apart and it's just going to get towed. So I was thinking if I was going to tow it, give it to a range so that they could use it for shooting out of or whatever. Because it's only going to be 125 bucks. Now, if you're saying it's 400 if I drag it somewhere, I yeah. could part it out, you know, get a lot of the parts, little stuff off of it. As long as it's got four wheels and a brakes, I can get it to a to a junkyard, like you're saying. <clears throat> and then uh, four hundred dollars. I'm not going to throw away four hundred dollars. You know, I'll throw away a hundred dollars to a range or something. But uh, I don't even know if they want it. And for four hundred bucks, I guess I could get rid of it for four hundred bucks. I only paid five for it, so I feel a lot more comfortable getting four hundred. So I guess what I'll just call around to the scrapyards and see what's a Chevy van worth. Or no, they'll they'll have it by the ton. They'll have you a price by the ton. How do I and, figure out? Uh, yeah, just tell them you know I I got a vehicle and what's your you know price by the ton right now? And they'll tell you oh our price by the ton right now is you know two hundred bucks you know or something so or more. How do so, I know how much? They well, some places will actually ask for what year it is, and they'll kind of pull it up and give you an idea of what it, of what it's valued at the, to them for the metal. Is your is your old one the long van or the short one? The old one's not a short one; it's a normal size. <clears throat> it's a normal size. Oh yeah, probably about four thousand pounds and two tons. So, cars, huh? These are all the come and get it places. Anyway, so uh, yeah, probably. Uh, were we done with this? Yeah, uh, probably uh, get rid of that van. Like I say, keep some of the pieces off of it, or sell some of the pieces off of it, and then uh, have a chunk of yard back. Uh, Pants the same. Put it on eBay. People up north will buy it. That's what I thought. I put it on Craigslist, and I didn't get any. What do you call it? I guess interest or replies or whatever. Craigslist though is uh, people are looking for stuff when they're in a certain city, looking for stuff in that same city, right? So uh, 
you know, like people from, uh, you know, a, a state over isn't aren't going to probably be looking in your city for what's for sale there. So eBay, I think, would probably reach a lot more potential buyers if you can get the listing for free and list it for free. Yeah. Put it on there. Metal's going up. Wicked feedback. Um, it's not like the price of metal's going up and down that fluctuate fluctuating that fast, right? That it's going to make no. Not steel doesn't. Copper and aluminum does. Aluminum has skyrocketed recently, but um, yeah. What if pieces off of that van and make AKs out of it, and then it could just be like an eighty percenter van? (laughs) Take pieces of the block and whittle them down into trunnions, and take pieces of the body and you know spend them into receivers. Take different valves and rods and shit and turn them into pistons. And there goes the YouTube ban for explaining on how to uh, make firearms out of vans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Plus, today is like a bad day for that because of all the van hate that's out there. The van's the real victim here. The white van. <clears throat> all right. Well, with that, we've run the show into the ground, so to speak. Uh, 20 people watching, 17 thumbs up. Really do appreciate that. This is uh, some idea that the people out there are participating in it. Uh, saw quite a few comments on the YouTube side, but tons more on the gun channel side. Thanks, everybody, for showing up. Uh, even though a bunch of you I can see have green dots, didn't jump in for some reason. Um, you're always welcome. And uh, thanks to Dead Horse and Dog and to Gary. <clears throat> Isn't somebody else in here tonight, too? I guess not. So uh, thanks to you guys for jumping in being part of the show. And uh, if you're listening to this in the future on the iTunes, we appreciate it if you were to leave us some kind of a comment there. And uh, um, leaving the comments uh, is the way that the iTunes system uh, determines who they're going to recommend. So if if someone's listening to a gun-related podcast out there uh, and they they see a bunch of comments, uh, they're be more likely to suggest it uh, over on... Uh, that platform. Same thing on YouTube, and that's why I was mentioned the uh, uh, 19 thumbs up over there. We've got 20 people watching, 19 thumbs up, and 6 thumbs down. Uh, that's awesome. That's what's going to, you know, people are going to see that, and they're going to go, oh, this isn't just somebody preaching to the choir. This is somebody who's got some controversy. I want to figure out what's going on on that show. So we appreciate those 6 people out there that thumb it down. Uh, you might not like what we're putting out, but having six people out there that are willing to give us their opinions, uh, like I say, that's an indication to all the other people who have never seen this show before. They're going to say, wow, 19 people like that show, but six different people didn't like that show. I'm going to go figure out what's going on at that show. So you might as well put a magnet on there because what you're doing is bringing, you're, you're bringing people to the show. So we really do appreciate that. Uh, Dead Horse, you guys uh, doing anything over the weekend? Um. Yeah, on Sunday I will be. Um, tomorrow I, I'm I'm going to be busy working from eight in the morning till probably eight at night. <laughs> so tomorrow my day's pretty booked with uh, work, but I'll be listening to any shows going on tomorrow and stuff. But Sunday, yeah, we'll have a reloading chat and and uh, an all day show on Sunday. Yeah, I figured with as far along as your room's going, you must be chomping at the bit to uh, start doing shows from in there. Oh hell yeah! Like I'm I'm really close now. 
again, see Hosh out there. He just did his ham radio crash course tonight. Uh, where he takes people through uh, learning about ham radios, what you can do with them, uh, getting the various uh, uh, certifications or um, whatever we call them, licenses, I guess. And uh, <clears throat> Pink is out there. Uh, hopefully he's having fun with putting together his new rifle. And I guess with that, well, and then dogs in here. Um, so actually, hopefully you're not uh, needing to jump right off because I wanted to bend your ear a little bit more about the book. Uh, but why don't you tell people about your book? Yeah, um, we, I currently have a book for sale called Pound for Pound, Building Healthy Athletic Dogs. And uh, if you're interested in, you know, a little bit of dog history and information on how to, you know, possibly improve your dog's life, health, and your relationship uh, with your dog, as well as maybe stepping into the dog athletic world, uh, I strongly recommend it. It's currently for sale on Amazon for $9.99, or you can buy the uh, digital copy for $6.99. Uh, or if you want, I still have a couple of the uh, books that I'm ready to send out with signatures. If you want a signed copy of the book, uh, please feel free to message me at musledogmafia at gmail.com. Right on. So with that, uh, it's the weekend, as Clover would say. Uh, go enjoy your weekend as ghost would say go out to the range and shoot stuff and i don't know as other people would say other stuff <laughs>